0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Do me record, because that's what I'm actually doing. I try to do it late at night so that you guys can have it for archive shows, but some people are up actually listening, so shout out to y'all who are up actually listening for the late night show. I appreciate y'all so much. Uh, man, we got so much to talk about. Dude, I, I don't know if it's so much, but we do got some things to talk about this week. Uh, okay, so... Um, what I'm going to tell you guys, I know I'm going to do my little boot camp, share my boot camp thing with you guys probably next week because uh, I started this week, so I'm going to share with you guys kind of some of the things I'm doing. If you guys want to feel like feel free to do um, the little boot camp I talked about it the previous show. You might have to go back and listen to it. But next week I'll kind of talk about it and hit on it some. If you're uh, encouraged about um six-month boot my little six-month boot camp and what I'm doing for myself within six months. So I will try to t- talk to y'all about that this week. Oh, my God. I've been so busy, so I didn't have time to, like, write it down in a form for y'all that y'all could understand so I could transfer it over to y'all. But I'm going to do that this week, okay? All right. ciao. my week has been cra- It's been kind of crazy. It's been good, but it's been crazy. I mean, you know, kind of little wild week. Um, Fun, though, very fun. When I first went out for uh, my husband's birthday dinner with his family, with well, the family and friends and everything the other night, it was pretty fun. It was really nice. I mean, we went to this barbecue. But now, see, I'm from Kansas City, so it's really hard to impress me on barbecue. Barbecue, you just can't, because you know we grew up with like the best barbecue in the country. So we, we we're never impressed when people tell us they got the best barbecue. We're like, okay. But I was at this place the other night. It was really good. I mean, it wasn't really. So it was like the brisket and stuff was so good. Oh my god! And it was this. Um, the, listen, the appetizers were bomb. I was like, damn! I was wanting to wrap it up and take 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 away all the appetizers with me. But my best girlfriend, she one of my best girlfriends, was there. She's like. He was even like how good it was. So I mean, it was a really fun time. We had a lot of fun. So it was cool. I had a a great time. And then today I went to see Creed. What did I think of Creed? Can I just say this though? I'm going to tell you what I think. Jonathan Majors is like I saw him in Ant Man. Was like about a week ago, a couple weeks ago. And he was so good in Ant Man. He was extra good in Creed. He is like an actor on the scale of like Denzel and them. He is really good. Like he's good. He has this <clears throat> sort of weird energy to him. But he's a great. You can tell he's going to be a great actor. He's already a great actor. I mean, from The Creed movie, I mean, you know, he kind of showed levels in it Now, let me just talk about Creed for a second Creed, I knew the story The moment I walked the first scene of the movie I actually, I hadn't saw the movie But I had seen the movie I exactly knew what was going to happen How it was going to happen Yeah, I know I'm kind of psychic But no, this wasn't the fact It was just a matter of where the writers were just really, um How can I say it? Um, I mean, I can really catch, you you already knew where the writers were going. There was no, like, surprises or anything. Not even, there was no surprises (laughs) for me. Typical, um, yeah, like, you know, the the, the Creed story, okay? It's always a challenge, and then can you overcome it? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, but uh, there was a couple of things I really loved in it even though they were trying to give me messages <laughs> throughout the film. But I love that they had, um, they display ASL because they have a, a deaf daughter. And I love that. So American Sign Language. I love they displayed the language of sign language in that movie. And the young lady who plays the daughter, oh my gosh, she is so excellent, okay? Um, but Creed, to me, was a story pretty much that you, where you could tell. I mean, you know where they're going. You even know where they're going for future franchises, okay? I wouldn't be surprised if there's a girl in future girl boxer and future franchises, okay? That's what I say on that. <clears throat> now, uh, so the script was pretty, you know. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty readable, I thought, and uh, why I kept my attention, um, I kind of missed the idea of Sylvester Stallone in it. I really did. I understood. I I don't know why, uh, because you know, to me, Sylvester Stallone is the guy. He Rocky is Creed is born out of Rocky, and so yeah, I just hated that. You know that that there was an input or he wasn't there in this one. Um, Michael D. Jordan's directing. Okay. I felt it was decent, but, you know, to me, where he really shined was the last scene of the movie. The last scene of the movie, the direction of it, the cinematography, the movement of the boxers, everything, I thought, wow, that's a good directing scene, okay? And it was so much, it was so cool because you could see that and I don't, you know they put Michael B. Jordan's name on there, but I don't really know how much he's in directed. But you can see, <laughs> but you can see that the director thought about this dance that both of these characters were doing during the movie, and you kind of see it play out in the last scene, in the last few scenes. So I really love that. But it was a typical story, readable story, in my point of view. Um, the star was definitely Jonathan Majors. I mean, you know, wow, stood out. Um, what else? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think about what else uh, with Creed. Uh, the little girl, I really, I told you guys, I like her. Yeah, I, Creed is just, you know, and I heard people talking about it when I was leaving, when they were leaving, and a lot of people were saying, yeah, it's not as intense as the Rocky ones and uh, or the Creed, the other two Creed's. I agreed a little bit, but it that was only because of the way the writers approached the story. There was a few little twists and turns the writers could have done to make the story not as readable to the audience and little twists they could have done with the character of Jonathan Major to really help us understand <clears throat> the intensity in the story. I think they took too long to tell us. What the overall premise was going on between them, when they could have saved you some of that time for, if they would have got that story out the way from the beginning, they could have took extra time to tell, to build more, help us understand this new relationship between Michael B. Jordan's character, Adonis, and um, Dame, uh, now, and how it's come. it spent too me too much time going back over memory and um I like trying to give us a story in part. I like it. I it. Sp- I felt like it was a waste of time. But hey. It's a movie worth going to go into see, okay? So made a lot of money. So definitely agree that it's have scene. Okay. Ciao banks is out here acting up Mm-mm, I told y'all they were going to do the robbery I think it might be time I don't know They look like they're trying to do the great robbery It's the first time People It's people like We're making a run on banks So we got to talk about that a little later on because I'm eating in y'all's face and smacking. I'm sorry. Y'all know how I do it. If y'all are new listeners, I'm sorry. This is me. But, yeah, the, the child, y'all might be holding off on a lot of sh- shit right now. Because this is kind of it's kind of crazy out in these streets. Out in these uh, ro- uh, Wall Street
2: robbery streets. <laughs>
1: We, I don't know. It's it's some crazy stuff going on. And, like, you know, we're going to talk about a little, did y'all hear about Wells Fargo? Child. Like, they had a day or two, day, like they was, people was getting their deposits late and stuff. <gasps> oh, it's a hot mess out here. Mm. So we're going to talk about that a little um, later in the show. Okay. Oscars I do not watch. I just don't watch the Oscar. I watch it in snippets. You know, like snippets. Like on Twitter or something. <laughs> I I I gave up the watch Oscars a while back. The only reason I saw some of the Oscars last year because I happened to be turning the channel past it and Will Smith happened to be on Chris Rock was walking out. And that's how I saw the flat. Otherwise I wouldn't I didn't really see any of the rest of the award. <laughs> I only saw the snippets. Because the Oscars is long Yeah, I said it. And I don't know what they can do about it. I know Angela Bassett lost tonight. Here's what I say to this. Angela Bassett and Lynn Whitfield, those two, (laughs) besides uh, what's the girl who played in, uh, uh, oh, my God, I forget her name. She plays in. Uh, uh, she 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 hasn't been on a, in a lot of movies, but that girl, bad. The girl who played in Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She hasn't been in movies for a while, but that's a bad. That's a that's a her them three. Like they on mirror like, Meryl Streep to me is a great the great one of the greatest actresses that ever lived. If not the greatest, but they on the level with Meryl Streep. Okay. Angela is probably the greatest, in my opinion her and Meryl Streep was probably right next to each other and Lynn Willfield and then this other Kimberly Kimberly um I don't wanna get a messed up with the other Kimberly from uh uh Kimberly Elise, I think it is. Not the one from not the one from 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 uh DL Hughley and the Will Smith series they had. But Kimberly I think it's Kimberly something. But them them three, they are why? It, it, here's the thing Why the Oscars has never, Angela Bassett should have got it For what love got to do with it Angela Bassett should have been nominated For when she paid uh, Betty Favaz And Malcolm X Angela Bassett should have been nominated Didn't she play Rosa Parks Angela Bassett is cold We, 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 make, we, we make really But, but I, I wasn't surprised That she did not win tonight now, I was surprised I was not surprised that they snubbed Viola Davis. Okay, let me explain to you why. And y'all saying, Why you didn't put Viola Davis in the great actress? Viola Davis is a good actress to me, but a lot of her roles every actor has a similar role they play. Like let me just say this. Every actor in my personal opinion has a story they preach in every character. Even if the characters are very different. I remember I heard somebody the other day was saying uh, they were talking about, you know, Denzel plays the same characters I was like, no he doesn't That's not what you see You're not seeing Denzel playing the same characters And they're like, well, I'm like, you you know uh, Denzel plays a uh, um, He's played a guy who was behind bars You know, for a crime he didn't commit He's played uh, a, 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 a black activist Who was killed in his prime He's played um, <clears throat> uh uh, a, a gangster, rogue cop <laughs> He plays Steven Biko That what you're not seeing You're not seeing the same character What you're seeing is a strand That all those characters share Like I always say Every actor has something they preach In each one of their characters For Denzel I always feel it's Justice and righteousness Even the, the horrible Um Uh, Character uh, The guy who was the police officer King Kong ain't got nothing on me All that stuff And then when he But but there's a scene in the car When he's talking to Ethan Hawke And he explains his point of view Of how he got here What he sees in the typical He's believing That he's enacting some sort of justice Even though it's twisted (laughs) So characters have a Every actor has like something they they preach. Meryl Streep, oh, God, she's hard to pin. <laughs> that goes bad. Meryl Streep is bad faster that ever. is. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't tell you. I, it's hard. Listen, for me with Meryl Streep, the consistency, I see Meryl Streep is so bad that sometimes her, you can't see her. But um, what I would probably say for Meryl Streep, I'm trying to think of all these characters because she's so broad, but there is something she's preaching to uh, too. I would say for Meryl, I think it's a sense of she 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 wants to show she, what from from Sophia's choice to uh, to uh, for stuff like the Devil Wears Prada. And things like that, I think she always shows a sense of the emotions of mankind, like humanity. Meryl Streep's characters are deep on emotions, heavy on emotions, heavy even when they're dry, Or even when they're having fun. There's something about the kids, like something I, I feel like she's curious about in in like the how how humans work. Um. Angela Bassett, there's a sense of intensity in all her characters. All her characters carry intensity. Like, they're high. She, she brings her intensity to every uh, character. I was talking about this today with uh, Jonathan Majors. I was saying, I already see what he brings. Even from the last character he played when I was watching Ant-Man, I was like, he's tricky. He's like a nice guy. He appears to be nice at first, but all, there's always something tricky to him, <laughs> which is kind of, he's a Virgo. <laughs> Virgo, I'm not surprised there. But, like, these characters, all characters to me. So when you say you're seeing that, when people say, oh, I'm seeing the same roles, now except for people like Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union does tend to play a lot of the same roles. She's kind of gets, gets tight cast to me. And, so yeah, so I you know I think there's one role I saw Gabrielle Union that was done done that was out the box and that was uh kind of, it wasn't kind of like records it was um, the story of uh, Muddy Waters I think I forget what it was called but when she was in that I think that's where I saw her just get a little bit out that box but it still was a lot of Gabrielle Union And there's no diss it's just that they they kind of sometimes take oh being Mary Jane but I thought that was very Gabrielle Union. So, um, yeah. Um, so Angela brings this form of intensity. She's such a great actress.
3: She should have
1: had like maybe two to three Oscars by now, in my opinion. Um, but here's my it's a word today, okay? I'm getting ready to go just right into it. Black people, it's time to let the Oscars go, like I did. No, it really is. And I understand being an actor, especially if you want to go into film or television and stuff, you want to receive, you want to feel rewarded from your peers. But everybody out in Hollywood knows the game, that the Oscars is more than just about who's the best actress in the place. And we also know that the Oscars is full with a lot of race things, a lot of a lot of bullshit comes with the Oscars, okay? In the most liberal place on earth, which is Hollywood, can be some of the be be the most racist. But I always did, and at first I understood this need because every you want to be accepted by your peers. But now it's been what's the Oscar on eighty fifth year? It's been like a handful of. Like Maybe two hands full of black people Who have won If you nominate it, okay But if you are not, who give a shit Like y'all can't read the writing On the wall with the officers I was like Angela Bassett I had a, I thought they might try to give it to her But then again I thought this is not black year Because you know when they're getting ready To give a, a, like a series of awards Haven't y'all noticed there They have a like a, a pattern they run Like every five to six years Like last year was black year when Will Smith and and and, and then, you know, get, end up filming Because it was a number of black nominees You know, the situation, Chris Watson When they're getting ready to to award us some awards They do a full black night <laughs> Like when Holly Berry and uh, Denzel won Best Actor and Best Actress that year <laughs> I remember Denzel came up on stage and said Y'all, y'all try to kill two birds with one stop <laughs> Keep me with the deal with deal that I mean, you know what I'm saying? But but he I mean, you know, it's such bullshit. They do this all the time and I bet in the next five years the award there won't be a black night anymore. There'll be a people of color night. <laughs> oh, and Black Hollywood so late to the party. Black American Hollywood is especially late to the party because they find out things late, you know. And and maybe Black American Hollywood has. And when I say Black American, I'm talking about Americans who are mostly uh, uh, descendants of slaves, or Americans who are mostly uh, who are who are indigenous to America. So <laughs> with ancestors that go back here, you know several um several uh centuries i i feel like we have we never we never can see the maneuvers going on around us we're quite accepting sometimes quite gullible and sometimes we don't gatekeep the things we need to gatekeep and what is going to happen in my personal opinion that a lot of these people, I think there will be less coming up in the coming years. There may be less choice, I mean, less things for African Americans. I mean, people will have the face of African Americans, and they'll have the culture, but the people of the African American culture will be replaced by globalism. That's just my, my personal I'm I making sense here Because we're moving into a globalist world and the only way we stop we don't stop globalism, but the only way we stop ourselves being replaced. Like, you know, like black people being replaced is to set up shop, set up gatekeeping. It's like, oh no. You set up boundaries nothing wrong with boundaries. It doesn't mean we don't love other groups of people or other black people from other places. It just means we need some boundaries up in this motherfucker. Uh, We're going to be pretty soon, we we going to be uh, non-existent. <laughs> and the Oscars is already getting ready. They're already setting you guys up. They're already uh, they're, it's, 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 You Can't you see the writing on the wall? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't see it. Who gets so? This is what I'm just saying. The black people, Who gives a fuck about the Oscars anymore? Really? Who does? Why should you care? If you get one great, if you don't, you're all right. I just think you have, It's like the Grammys. You have to, at some point, say, okay. I don't really care. I mean nobody watches them party anymore anyway. I don't know how their ratings were this year but last year they were down. Nobody pays attention to Oscars. Maybe what they were before. I don't know how the ratings were this year. Maybe they went up this year. I don't know. But I'm just saying. Who cares about an Oscar? Who quit begging? Them to let you in Quit caring If they don't Come on Quit caring So what That's not a measure Of your greatness Because a lot of Things are pretty Shitty ice, uh, uh, People win Oscars I ain't gonna name them But they've had Great actors In the category I'm like, they know that program app. But sometimes people giving it for nostalgia reasons, all kinds of stuff for for Oscars. And I'm just like, 85 years, and this is the best y'all can do to black American people. The best you can do to make sure our stories are told. And all these things. Yes, I know the lady one from Wakanda, and I, I don't care. I, I don't even care about the Oscars. <laughs> me, I remember I was reading a story about what happens to Oscars. Like It was a Christian book, and some of the people were talking about what they had, what happened to their Oscars once they had them. Some people said, one lady said she found her Oscar in a out in a garage in a trash can. <laughs> what actor? I mean, it was funny because... The awards, once you get them, they're great, and they give you a moment in time, and it's, it, it gives you a pace in what seems like history. But to be honest, you know, I wish, especially for black people, because we have so many stories that need to be told, I wish you just focus on the work and quit focusing on the bullshit. Like, like, wow, we need to be inclusive. They need to be more inclusive. Oscar's so white. This is now, who gives a fuck? I don't care if they're Lily, lily white, lily white. White, 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 how they want to. I just don't care no more. And we shouldn't either. I mean, we shouldn't care about any of the award shows. Angela Bassett is one of the greatest actresses, if not... Close to the greatest actress that ever lived. She's that dope. She ain't gotta worry about them giving her no Oscars. They say nothing about the greatness of Angela Bassett. Listen, Holly Berry got an Oscar for a Monsters Ball. Child. No offense, Holly, but that shit was whack. Okay, I remember when we first saw Monsters Ball, We said it was it was just so terrible. And they gave her for that whack-ass, and it, it's not Holly Berry. It's not just to say she couldn't act. It's just it was a whack-ass movie, and the acting was support, It was okay. She had that one part where she screamed when her son who Ooh, that was kind of deep. But other than that, yeah. Now, I would have rather her got it for losing Isaiah. But they picked a shitty movie with a shitty message to give her her Oscar. And when she said, make me feel good, oh, God the worst Another dope ass actress On the scene I was watching I said, Did I talk about Monique last week Oh my god Monique in the reading Child Did I tell y'all About Monique in the And I saw Monique in the Reed. Did we talk about that last week I don't even remember If I told y'all But I saw that movie The reading The movie was It was wild But Monique Y'all, y'all better quit playing With Monique out here Monique's so dope As an actress I know her ass is difficult. I know her and Daddy's difficult, okay? Sometimes, but Monique got the motherfucker. Monique's so talented she can be difficult. <laughs> Monique is a bad girl. Monique that, he was acting her ass off in the reading, okay? Monique is, cult. Monique show you her range. Monique ain't, Monique's the truth, okay? I'm just tell y'all that right now. As an actress, she is the truth. Blackballing and all that, y'all shouldn't be blackballing. Monique is. As a matter of fact, Monique should have never been blackballed. I mean, even when she was in the movie with Queen Latifah in Betsy Smith's movie, I mean, excellent. So, you know, it's so many great black actors and actresses. She was, and, and, and Monique won the role for a shitty storyline, too. Precious was a shitty storyline, but Monique did her shit. She did her job for a shitty storyline, okay? She she acted her ass off, okay, right? but it was precious. with a shitty story. <laughs> I know it was. Maybe it was just a. Although it was so shocking, certain parts, but yeah. All I say is, yeah, just it's time to let the Oscars go. That's just my opinion. We shouldn't be begging and begging people, please, please give. See, yes, oh, we gonna watch so we can see you get an Oscar. I don't even pay no attention. I don't even care if it's black night. Like they can have. Ten black knights. I don't care no more. If you if black people get nominated, I'm proud of you whether you get nominated or not. Well, what if you got nominated one day? I, you know what? I don't know. I, either way, I, 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 it depends on my mood and when I show up. <laughs> it depends on how much they changed. I mean, it's no big deal. Because there are other the reward is doing a good job. Being a great actress. You know what what Angela Bassett's reward is, she should think it is. Not being crowned by the Oscars, but being crowned by her community as one of the greatest actresses of her time. Okay? All the rest is And even though I know everybody would love, love love we always love we love awards and, and and recognition, but sometimes some of the most greatest people don't get them. I mean, some of the greatest singers throughout. Beyonce got twenty eight Grammys, but there are singers that were far greater than her, way triple fifty six thousand times greater than her, and got two Grammys. Grammys don't say much, okay? Awards don't say much. They just say, hey, we appreciate you and you, your work is good, especially in this time when they rigged. You got to do all kind of allegedly rigged. You got to do all kind of shit and twists and turns and everything to give them so all kind of promotion. It's not based on your talent alone. It's based on a bunch of other shit. And I understand it being based on, you know, character and all that, but, it's, but in Hollywood it's not even that. It's based on your, your publicist and how you get out there. It's just a lot of shit. 'cause it is a business. So that it, those awards say nothing about your talent. It gives you um it gives us and especially for black American people who have won the awards. Once they won the Oscar, some black American we look at Monique. Monique said she had a hard time. Look at Holly Berry. she Holly Berry said she won that Oscar child Have y'all looked at Holly Berry's career? I mean she was doing them nine one one movies, bad wig movies. She might as well have did a Tyler Perry movie. I mean, she was doing all kinda of bad movies. Bad, bad. It just went downhill. That's what happens to a lot of Oscar people after they win those things. Black people, except for the great like Denzel and stuff You know, but Oscars sometimes can curse certain things. You know, so yeah, no, you don't gotta have no Oscar to prove your greatness. Okay, that's all I'll say on that now. Okay, so I'm gonna take a break, but when we come back, I'm gonna talk about this teacher shortage and layoffs. And how to affect people of color. Uh, the cartel. Did the cartel apologize this week? They, I think they did. I took that FBI gang and that CIA gang. Uh, let, let, let them, let know. <laughs> Who's where? They the who can make the cartel apologize? The FBI and CIA gang. <laughs> oh my goodness. U.S. Uh, banks. We're gonna talk about the problem with them. Uh, and the story I saw about. This just shows the end times when a pregnant woman, child, trying to rob somebody gets killed, and she was a beautiful girl too. I was like, "Damn, what you doing out here robbing, girl? Don't you know Diddy over there?" <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That ain't a funny. It ain't a funny thing. But if you gonna get out here robbing, I'd rather you. I'd rather do a beautiful girl like her than rob. Somebody she could have did all kinda of stuff. You could have got all kinda of them men uh me and out here with her looks, she could child, what are you doing? They're robbing somebody <laughs> with their looks. <laughs> oh, but it's sad It's sad she ends up dead. So we wanna talk about that. And um a lot of other ridiculousness, like Tyrese, uh this week talking about his marriage. Oh my god, we gotta talk about that. And uh Michelle seeing she cried when Trump came in. Michelle Obama. Oh, my God. It was a lot. It was a lot. It's been a petty week. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I'm going to give you a break, and we'll be back with all the uh, uh, with more stories and stuff for the CC show. It's Carlotta, and I'll be back in a moment. Oh, we're going to listen to Confunction, Love Train. Be back in a moment. Seven Streeter and uh, Dixon, I think. All right, you guys, I am back. Listen, child, it is late up in the street. I'm laughing at y'all on Twitter talking about, what's that, TM's girl uh, outfit that she went in the audience. Said, listen, y'all, because she might, that's her first award show. I don't know if that's her first office, but damn, her stylist should have known that she shouldn't be sitting in the audience because it was so big, the outfit she had on, it was blocking people, probably. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, man. So I was laughing at that, but yeah. Uh, and then Michael B. Jordan in—I uh, love what Michael B. Jordan and um, and Thompson did after. Uh, let me see. Do I, do I get it up? After Angela Bassett, uh, um, gets loses the Oscar, she probably should have walked away. with. Uh, but it says Insa Bassett gets. Uh, this is from people gets a parent shout out from Michael B Jordan and Jonathan Major at, at Oscars 2023 after Lord Laws. And it says a three, th- three stars presents the award for Best Cinematography to All Quiet on the Western Front director of Photography James Friend at the Black Oscars at, at the uh, Oscars on two th- Oscars 2023 on Sunday the two appear to offer a shout out for Black Panther Wakanda Forever star Bastard 64. We just minutes after the actress lost in the uh, Best Supporting Actress ca- category. Hey, Auntie Jordan 36 said, has he in Major's 33 approached the microphone, echoing in the face in his Marvel character Killmonger sister, Bassett's queen, Ramonda, the first time they meet. We love you, Major's added. Appearance indicate support for her, support for Bassett after Jamie Lee one won the award for Best Supporting Actress on a Sunday. I thought that was great. And Anderson. The well, pair shout-out was noticed by fans chatting about Sunday's award ceremony With one Twitter user writing "The pair No, Angela got robbed Well, it's just this It's just support has black actors Like, all right That's all right It ain't no diss to Jamie Lee Curtis or whatever It's just saying We recognize who you are In this sphere of acting It's all right And two men, two black men can come out and do that Shout out to Michael B I got on Michael B. Jordan last week but shout out to him. This, that's not corny. That's that's man shit. I like that and Shaunta Majors that that I love I love that. I love what a beautiful moment. I love that. I thought that was dope. I love I loved it. Shout out to them. <laughs> that's great. That's great and to to encourage her because listen she I don't y'all. It's the best, like I said, been working for years at this. And you know they should be giving her one. She should have two. Like I said, she should have two or three of them by then. So I just you know, yeah. And she carried that fucking movie. That movie was the Wakanda series stuff is tacky anyway. Wakanda's tacky. I said it. I hate though. I hate, hate Black Panther. Ugh. And it's that. It's it's even more. It's even worse without Chadwick Boseman. Ooh, God, terrible. But Angela Bassett, shit. Angela Bassett carried that shit. She carried the whole fucking movie. As a matter of fact, the, the girl who, they knew the girl, no offense to her, but they knew the girl who was playing Black Panther. I mean, shit, she, she did threw up for, to the fight to the end, shit. <laughs> That's when they, they they let Angela carry the shit all the way through the movie. She was strong. Angela was a strong character. Angela's character was dope. Okay, she carried that fucking movie. Shout out to Angela Bassett, okay? All right, so I, I, and I love they did that. Did you see her? Wait a minute, hold on. I got to say this about Angela Bassett because she's 64, child. I want to look that good when I'm
0: 64.
1: Did y'all see her in that lavender? Is that purple? And her hair. Angela is no joke, okay? Angela, the up. Angela's got. Pri- Angela might be like. Angela's timeless, like Lena Horne was. Like, like Lena Horne in her nineties was beautiful. <laughs> like some cheeks and bones holding up. Jeez. Like Angela got the same shit. Like just. Oh my God! It's like you. You, you can't fuck with Angela Bass. Okay, on all fronts. See <laughs> what play tonight, didn't she she didn't take home nowhere. You need an you didn't need no Oscar. You can tell the kids that were ass, okay? Shoot, you don't need no Oscar. Shoot, girl, you are all that. I, I was I, I was but I was proud of them for doing that. I thought that was dope. Uh, I love that moment. And I think that's so camaraderie at first, you know, I know she might be, like, a little bit, like, taken aback by, you know, because sometimes you don't know in a room full of white people, no offense to y'all white people, this, it's sort of like with Chris Rock. I have not seen the Chris Rock special, but y'all been showing enough of the clip, the, the, the clips and shit. I feel like I've seen it. But he was saying, when he talked talking about we don't fight around white people, so these are certain things that we, black, black people were taught not to do and <laughs> Uh, white people And so sometimes You know Not to show um, Even Like I remember People At work Used to like Didn't want to Sometimes talk to each other Too much And be like Oh we don't want to see us talking Because there's that Still A lot of People uh, There's still, still A lot of Racial undertones In America That Black people Are still afraid of in in a room two black men coming out giving their support after they've lost can feel sometimes threatening to white Americans, like, oh, what kind of coding are you guys doing? I mean, what's that about? You know, they try. But it's really because um, they fear, not all white people, but, there's the energy in white America sometimes of fearing black people and, and, and black people showing love and support. It's revolutionary for when we do things like that, because through slavery, we was taught to not do things like that through Jim Crow and all those things we, it, Our people have been um are just coming out of the mentality of living under that energy. And so, to see those two beautiful black guys who have been number one both in the box office as we come out and do just like a man thing and support their sister and love on her, their big sister. That is, are they they auntie like he? I think this is beautiful, and they're not afraid of whatever somebody gonna say. It's just, I got to show her that she's she the queen right now. But it, it, I, we want to support black women. And even though I have heard some shit about, it, you know, Michael B. Jordan and the white women and all that, so I have heard that shit. But, that is, but I actually thought that was beautiful. Okay? I thought that was a beautiful moment. I really like that. Okay. Uh, on to the other news. Uh, let's see. They say, what, wait a minute, hold on. I want to say, see what, something like this. <laughs> they said, Angela the stayed stay seated while uh, everybody stood over Jamie Lee Curtis." <laughs> nah, you know what? She probably didn't mean to. Hey, everybody went. I mean, you know. Angela, they have been hating on Angela for a minute, even when she spoke up against Monsters Ball. Because, you know, they love shit like Monsters Ball at the Oscar. They love seeing black people in certain types of life. That's why black people have a hard time. Even in the slavery movies, um, they always want to interject themselves as heroes and stuff like that. And so a lot of, uh, because, listen, this is the society. Sometimes people don't recognize their, yet they don't. Sometimes recognize racism and what they do, and, and and how they appear, and so it. I don't know why she sit down. Maybe it was like the shock of just being there and not winning. But even when she spoke out about monsters ball, and them giving her that, she got she took heat for that for a couple of years when she said why she didn't take monsters ball because they offered it to her first, and she said the script was work. So I was like I can't imagine that shit. I can't imagine the script being worse than what I saw. <laughs> I can't imagine that shit. <laughs> right? But but she took some heat for that, and it was hard for her a little bit, and then she started making a comeback somewhat. I mean, this is a lady who is a really great actress. So sometimes, to me, Oscars have little smells for people that's not the it people. That's why I say, who gives a fuck? Like I don't give a f- I can't. I really can't stand them. They boring anyway. The shit is boring, and without us, it's real boring. Without us, I'm serious. It's just, it's just, they know, so we, we we don't need to care. <laughs> as long as these black actors out there working, and so I don't care if they give you award or not. Who gives a shit? And then when they give you award, they don't they don't kind of treat you like shit. But you just said that on here. Um, It shows on here, uh, they just uh, said that, um, um shows that about Angela Bassett, um, about her sitting down. But here, you know, even in the movie Wakanda, let me just say this, she was disrespected kind of in the movie Wakanda to me, killing off her character after her character did all the fucking work. I see it I see it. Her character did all the fucking work in the film. Then they killed her character off. The best actress in the whole damn film. <laughs> her and, her and uh, 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 Chadwick, them exes not being in the movie, I mean, Chadwick going on to heaven glory, but her taking her out, I mean, oh, it was, just a, it was just a tragic mistake all around. I know this franchise is about to go down, and especially when they had the Mayans come back. You Who know, the fuck you going to have the Mayans come back? <laughs> I was like, they fighting the Mayans? <laughs> it was a while. Yeah, they couldn't keep it like that. They couldn't keep Wakanda. Somebody, Wakanda couldn't have all that, uh, uh, was it vibranium, vibranium to themselves? No. And I said it was going to happen like this with the first time I saw Wakanda. I said, they're going to they gonna wreck that shit up. <laughs> I'm glad they did It's going to go downhill now And they're going to get Tobias It's going to go downhill Idris ain't going to even say it I heard Idris wants to uh, be in the new uh, next one No, not even with Idris Elbow, okay uh, So I'm just saying when, when I'm saying, Listen, you guys That franchise is pretty much I think, you know They have to do some real deep work I said what I said but they're just saying that she she would sit down. Maybe it's because of the shock of not winning. I, I don't know. But I did like them coming out uh, supporting her for uh, the Oscar Cause it it's upsetting when you know you you think you deserve something and and the people who are your peers who all these people consider the greatest actors and actresses on the planet. And they haven't recognized your talent. That hurts. But then again, you know, who cares about them? Because they not a lot of them ain't the greatest actors and actresses on the planet. A lot of them probably allegedly got paid, paid them for them awards and all that kind of shit. So you know, it is what I see. It is what it is. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what else is this other uh, thing I want to talk about. Okay, I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick real quick because he said something that's just been a big controversy for some people. I always say, I call it uh, Fox News. I know Fox News, there's other places they were talking about. But I call it, you know, white gaslighting when they act like, oh, what is he? He's embarrassing. His black family That's black. It's white family, um, blah, blah, blah. They act like they don't know what's going on, but it's really gaslighting to get black people all emotional and upset and shit. <laughs> but they know what's going on. But it says Colin Kaepernick opens up about difficult run-ins over race with his white adoptive parents. And listen, Colin Kaepernick is not the first uh, uh first guy, first uh, black adoptive person to say this. Okay Because it's two different cultures It's like if I adopted a, a child From a different culture Or something else I would have to learn that culture And stuff like that You may say things that you don't understand Or know Okay And as he grows and grows into his You know what, What's right and what's wrong yeah, he see, He may see that he's different, and yeah, and so he noticed his parents had some issues. Didn't mean they didn't love him. He just knows they had some issues surrounding race. I mean, I've heard stories where even I had an Asian friend years ago. She was raised. She was adopted by white parents, and she was always telling me how they say things <laughs> sometimes like she going, huh?
0: <laughs>
1: like you know, kind of inappropriate. And she has. She used to have to correct them all the time and everything like that. So. And she was raised by them. She They got her when well, she was a baby from Korea. So, you know, she, so but still, as she grew up and she learned more about her culture and learned more about herself, she had to school them sometimes, too. So it's not surprising what he's seen. Okay, this is NFL player Colin Kaepernick. This is from Yahoo Entertainment. He says, has caught out his white adoptive parents for what he described as problematic behavior in the past. In an interview on CBS Mornings to promote his new graphic novel memoir, Colin Kaepernick Changed the Game, Kaepernick opened up about comments his parents, Rick and Teresa Kaepernick, made while he was growing up. He said, I know my parents love me, but there were were still very problematic things that I went through, he said during the interview aired on Thursday. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your home and how you move forward collectively while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. Recounting an incident when he was a teen, which is also depicted in his coming age novel, Kaepernick claimed that his mother told him cornrows were not professional and that he looked like a little thug after getting him. Now, I'm going to say something here. Old school black pants, you didn't like stuff like that either. (laughs) Okay, because they they wanted you to be more acceptable to white people so you can get jobs and stuff like that, right? But it says, Kaepernick, who uh, who last played in the NFL with San Francisco 49ers in 2016, says those types of situations were difficult to navigate, but ultimately led to where he is today in his decision to embrace his black ancestry. Okay, um, here we go. Uh, those became spaces where it's like, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also informed me why I have my hair long today. Kaepernick was adopted by his Wisconsin parents, parents when he was a baby, and then they later moved to California. Back in 2016, Kaepernick told ESCN that they supported their son's decision to kneel during the National Anthem. Okay. And so she said, he's he's just telling uh, – Um. Some of the things that you're this there's nothing they should be embarrassed about, but that's how – that was probably one of the first black people in their lives. A lot of times you will have a lot of white parents and parents, period, who adopt kids from different cultures, and you don't make sure that you know black people. Like if you adopt a black child, you really need to know some black people or have black child. You really do because they're, you, you really want them to get a sense of who they are. And help you navigate what you don't know about race or your preconceived notions about race. And what Colin Kaepernick was talking about is that his parents had preconceived notions that sometimes they put on him, and that didn't mean they hate him. They just had preconceived notions based behind racist ideas and theories. So I get it. It's nothing. I don't see anything here to be people going off about. I really don't. <laughs> So that's 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 what I'll say on that note. Okay. Uh, let me see what's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, Mexican cartel issues apology for kidnapping and killing Americans. They turned over five men responsible for the attack. Now y'all didn't just go pick up somebody. The cartel just thought, go here you five. <laughs> But this is according to Hollywood Unlocked It says an alleged member of the Mexican Gulf Cartel has come forward Issued an apology for last week's kidnapping Of the four Americans in Mexico Claiming that the five of the men were responsible For the killings and abductions have been turned over to authorities In a letter obtained by the Associated Press They not only apologized to victims And their families but also to the residents Of Matamoros And has an innocent female bystander Was also said to have died During the shooting They killed Sheed, Woodward, and Sindel Brown. We have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events. Ooh, look, not the criteria. Is it snitching? Is that be considered snitching? I don't know. Who at all times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline? Oh, it says who at all times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline, they wrote in the letter. It further stated that the men were who were stoppable who were responsible for the attack had violated the cartel's rules by failing to respect the life and well-being of the innocent. A photo was also provided by the AP showing five men facing the ground with their hands tied up in front of a truck, which had uh, the ladder attached to the windshield. <clears throat> now, let me just say this, okay? The cartel, like, you know, hey, they know, they doing when, when they start talking about that military action and shit and you know the FBI CIA and stuff them other gangs they they different type of gangs they know they are, they can they can stop that shit any moment you see how quick they they, they bought something we sorry they acting on their own accord. The we ain't got shit to do with these people. <laughs> they even came out and apologized and we going to turn their ass promptly over but you know if you was fucking in my business I'd do that too If I was a gang i mean i i, I if you did something out the thing, you know, out the normal. But yeah, they they that's how they, they have much the 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 mili- Ameri- threat of American military and FBI and CIA got they shit together. <laughs> 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 Woo! They were not playing. They said we don't want we don't want that smoke. We don't want to deal none. We don't want to do none of that. That tells y'all they could start. They could start the cartel. They could take a lot of cart, cartels' power. So they they know that, okay? It's just it's a lot to uh, America using military force and all kind of things like that. But very interesting how quick they entered, issued an apology and turned in five or somebody. <laughs> okay, y'all. So also, what's in the news? Okay, so now they're saying I don't know if you guys have heard about this teacher shortage coming layoffs could put newly hired teachers of color at risk. This is according to USA Today is saying the newest teachers are typically the first to go during layoffs. That's because traditional seniority based protections required. Thanks to efforts to diversify the teaching force, a relatively high percentage of rookie educators are people of color, meaning these these last in first out. Uh, it, LIFO practices could derail some of that work. A report shared exclusively with USA Today breaks down by state how teachers of color are far more likely to be the target of such layoffs than white teachers because they are only in their first and second year of teaching. Nationally, teachers of color are nearly 50% as likely to be in the first two years on the job. Despite headlines about a national teaching shortage, Many schools have or will have surplus of teachers and face layoff with recession on the horizon in the end of an infusion of a pandemic era cash. Okay, it says uh, most teachers are white. New teachers are more likely to be people of color. Roughly 80% of the teachers are white compared with less than half of the public. Consider, however, the, that educators of color made up slightly more than 10% of the workforce in the late 1980s. Much has been done in between to diversify the force. Overall, the LIFO uh, reports authors calculated the states and districts have invested nearly 100 million in teacher diversity since 2010, according to a report by Education Trust. More than half the states have grown your, grown, grow your own programs geared at recruiting and training educators who are from communities they serve. Okay, so a lot of these te- even though they got a teacher shortage in some places. Because of the economy and how it's going right now, some of these teachers are going to be forced to retire, and And because of seniority, if less some white teachers retire, a lot of black educators are going to be out of work. You know, Tavis Miley used to say something years ago about um, when the economy goes bad. He would say, when when things when black, white America catches a cold, uh, a black America gets the flu. And this, uh, these, this coming uh, shakeup we seeing right now in the economy, oh man, it is really scary. And let me tell y'all this: I mean, if you got uninsured accounts around here, like if you got more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars in some of these banks, and y'all better go get y'all money and put it in some place where it's secured. It, Cause boy, these banks over here, the banks is sounding like they' about to fall apart big time. I'm gonna to get to that in a minute. But let me first talk about these hundreds of migrants trying to force their way into US at the Mexico border. Okay. It says US officials stopped hundreds this according to MSN It says US officials stopped hundreds of mostly Venezuelan migrants entering the country from Mexico on Sunday after a large group broke through Mexican lines to demand asylum in the US only to be thwarted by barbed wire barriers and shields. Frustrated with problems securing a, appointments to seek asylum using the new U.S. government app. The uh, app? Wow, Biden is what the fuck is he doing? The migrants gathered at the front in the Mexican border of the uh, of the Ciudad uh, Juárez, but could not breach the crossing connecting two countries. Many of the immigrant migrants had small children with them. At one point, some migrants attempted to hurl an orange plastic barrier at a U.S. line. Roy's image shows some people said pepper spray was deployed to repel them. Please, we just want to get in so we can help our family, said Camilla Paz, an 18-year-old villain slave, sobbing heavily, so I can have a future and help my family. What? Is this someplace else to go besides America? Do you understand the banks that's over here about to collapse? Shit! Neither U.S. Customs and Border Protection nor the Mexican government's National uh, Migration Authority immediately replied to requests for comment. After some pushing and shoving with the officials, the crowd of migrants eventually withdrew, some heading down to the banks of Rio Grande where they were uh, monitored by the U.S. immigration officials uh, arrayed on the other side. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Many migrants have become fed up with the asylum process since the Biden administration made an app call CBP, one available to them that was meant to streamline application. Wow. Wow. This, this U.S. Department of Homeland Security has said recent app updates will simplify and speed up the process. You are speeding up the process for people who are illegal to come in to this country When the country found apart. He is If you don't think Biden is a terrible President by now I don't know Where you're at I don't, I don't know I don't know I mean he's doing it's, These are These are very sneaky Things they're doing too um, Wow Man. Wow And we're in At a time when American citizens Are going to need Jobs Big time. Speaking of another person that wants to give migrant illegal immigrants, I'm, I'm not going to say migrants, it's illegal immigrants, uh, wants to give them uh, money for college, the New York mayor. Okay? Now, he got homelessness all up and down in New York. He got crime running the month, And the only thing he can think about is giving... <laughs> free college for the uh, in, uh for, to uh free college to uh the uh the uh, illegal immigrants coming over when you are struggling as american citizens to pay back your loan Joe Biden only want to give you $20,000 towards your schooling New York this is from Fox News, New York City Mayor floats plan to send migrants to college for free, courtesy of taxpayers putting potential one point two million bill. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, a Democrat, is hoping to send illegal migrants to college for free with taxpayers putting the bill that could cost around one point two million in the first year. Wow and wow. So let's take a listen at Fox uh, Morning News uh, talk about this particular uh, situation. That's crazy. Okay, let me see. If we're going to pay for migrants to go to college. Are you talking about this?
4: Yeah. Was this the cover of the New York Post? Take a look at this. Uh, Forget about the uh, Tiger Woods story. Uh, Tuition Room and Border. The mayor of New York, Mayor Adams, is making a permanent welfare system for illegal migrants. He wants to send migrants to state college for free. It's about time. Did you realize (laughs) that apparently uh, here in New York City... He doesn't have housing for them in the city. Right, right. right. Well, they run out of luxury hotels. Mm. Uh, The city of New York has a new department. It is called the Office of Asylum Seeker Operations, and what they've come up with is because we've got so many migrants here in New York City, they're gonna start shipping them throughout the state. And one of the suggestions, the plan is, to send 100 migrants uh, upstate to a state college in Sullivan County. And for those 100 migrants, you know, based on the current prices, it would probably cost taxpayers of New York, but ultimately the United States, $1.2 million. Uh, This new incentive, uh, college-age migrants, get to go to New York City so ultimately, if you are thinking about coming to New York City or going somewhere from, uh, in the United States from you're in another country, come to New York City. They'll right. put you into a college. Yeah, so you have 40,000 here staying in luxury hotels in Manhattan, kicking out uh, some of the homeless, by the way. They get better treatment than uh, American homeless, which uh, guys fight that out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, they, they continue to be a sanctuary city. So you can't say, well, what was me and they, now they have a separate division just to handle illegal immigrants. So they're going to come one, come all. So he has this brainstorm of sending them to college for $1.2 million. For those people working two jobs just to go to a community college, how do you feel about that? Part of your money that you're earning goes to taxes. So if they continue, about 50% of what you earn goes to taxes anyway. So they're going to go up to upstate New York. Uh, at least Stefana came out and says Mayor Adams is, is making a permanent welfare system for illegal immigrants in New York State.
1: Yeah, well, yes, and you know what I say? The chickens have come home to roost. White people, you did not want to take care of the problem of slavery. You treated Black Americans like less than, uh, less than. You didn't want to help pay for the uh, uh, what you've done to Black Americans. Now they're going to force you to pay for people who are not even citizens, so they can come here and work for the corporations for cheap. Oh, the corporations is definitely trying to replace you. Definitely it's it's cheaper to, to hire the uh, the migrants. Oh, I'm I'm hoping Americans see what's up. Americans will not see what's up by now. You're being replaced. It is what it is. It is what it is. And you know, America is so to They can't see how America's so busy; they come home from work every day, coming off of jobs, and so people don't have time to be looking at the news and what's going on. Um, by the time people wake up to everything, they're like, "What the fuck? Did it? with the school for free? What happened?" Because we walking around here like zombies. But this show here to tell you, they about to send the migrants to school for shit for free, and black people in America you've had to pay for your shit, you still are struggling to pay for them student damn student loans. I'm one of them. Biden only want to give your ass $20,000. Well, he want to give an illegal non-citizen person free college. No, his his one of his uh, Democratic boys do, uh, the, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams. In New York, are they crazy? I mean, they just lost their mind in New York. I mean, have y'all looked outside, have y'all looked at, wait, wait. I mean, New York, y'all be saying y'all love New York, but New York has had a hard time the last few years, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of homeless, they say it's a lot of rats, it's all kind of shit going on, and y'all don't give a fuck, y'all just a, y'all just letting these people run y'all y'all city right into the fucking ground, like it don't, like, oh yeah, let, let's let illegals vote. Let, let, let's let illegals live better than our homelessness. Who give a fuck about our homelessness, our homeless, even though they citizens? Fuck them. Let's put these uh, complaining, not all of them, but a lot of them, complaining immigrants up here in these uh, whole $500 a night hotels. So they ask and complain about how dirty New York is. They talk about they want to go to Canada. Bullshit. Y'all Wow, Some wild shit. <laughs> Hey, like, it's
0: crazy! <laughs>
1: oh my god, nuts! I, story's nuts. I couldn't believe when I even heard. I was like, "Really? This is this what's really going on?" Great, <laughs> just nutty. Whew. Okay, what else? We gonna talk about the banks now. Y'all gotta be careful out in these streets because the banks is having look like the banks, and they say that it will probably be in the next few days more banks maybe start having some problems. Two banks collapse. Big demise since 2008 financial crisis. This is according to Asian Bank Finance. It says uh, Silicon Valley... Bank and Signature Bank are the second and third largest failures in U.S. bank history. It was overall a bad week for America's financial system, with two banks collapsing over the weekend, whilst one crypto-focused bank announcing its closure last Wednesday. Silicon Valley Bank, SBB, collapsed on the 10th of March, reportedly the largest bank crash since the U.S. subprime crisis in 2008. The Santa Clara Base Bank was America's 16th-largest bank by assets in, end, in end 2022 with over $200 billion in assets, according to a report by Reuters. Okay. Will the bank run ultimately lead to FB, SVB's swift demise? High interest rate, asset liability, management risk, and weak governance all contributed to SVB's failure, according to a ratings comment, commentary published by Moody. The significant deterioration in SVB's funding and profitability profile reflect high risk in its financial strategy and risk management, the ratings agency said. Moody expects that at least 65% to 80% of uninsured deposits will be recovered. As of writing, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC, has transferred all of SVB's insured deposits into newly created deposit insurance, National Bank of Santa Clara. Banking activities are expected to resume no later than March the 3rd. Uninsured depositors will receive a partial payment from FDIC within the next week, and may receive additional payments in the future as FDIC sells the assets of the bank. Okay, so listen, y'all people who got y'all money up here in bank, y'all better go talk. Y'all got y'all got more than 250,000. They only insure up to a certain amount. Y'all know that. If you got more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank, I would think y'all know that. Okay, but some of y'all might just you know got that money accidentally or whatever. But if you if you 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 want to go sit and talk to your bank and people about what the best thing you can do and get your money out of so that you won't be getting partially paid because they're talking about there may be more bank failures on the horizon. And if you got big money, you don't want all your money sitting in the bank. More than two hundred fifty thousand. Crazy shit It's crazy times We live in the twilight zone We really, really do <laughs> Okay, when I come back We're going to talk about uh, Some new buyers emerge For BET Oh, I'm not surprised I'm not surprised that who decides to come up And wants to buy BET With his corporate sponsor Probably behind him Also, Keisha Cole it wants to do a bio and play in it herself. We gotta talk about that. And uh, y'all was going for Young Miami out here in these streets. Okay, talking about um, her um, her acting. Okay, and we gotta talk about Tyrese. We gotta talk about this young lady who tried to rob somebody and ended up getting shot and did. not her much we got a whole lot to talk about. I'll be back in a few minutes. Meanwhile. Um, let's listen to what I want to listen to. Oh, let's listen to Anthony Hamilton. Best of me. It's the CC Shaw. I'll be back in a moment. We are back on the Carlotta Chatwood Show. It is late night. Late, late, late tonight. Hot topics. Uh, thank you guys for who are up joining me tonight. Uh, just talking uh, all kind of talk, hot topics. We're getting ready to get into the, well, it's a top, well, First, we have one more. I think we have, I have two more news stories. Then we get into the celebrity news of it all. Um, let's see. Michelle Obama opens up about her uncontrollable. Oh. I forgot to announce that was – y'all know that was Bay. That was Maxwell with Bad Habits, okay? Uh, Michelle Obama opens up about her uncontrollable sobbing on the day of Trump's inauguration, child. Oh, my God. No, she's her uncontrollable sob. Is this video right? got this. I'm just trying to see if we got a video of her How about she's uncontrollably sobbing. But it says, Michelle Obama broke down shortly after leaving then-President Donald Trump's inauguration. The former First Lady can't be shared in a new podcast, okay? So let's listen to some of this bogusness. She might have cried. Maybe she was crying for other reasons because she was leaving the White House, but we'll see
3: White House. In a clip from her new podcast, Obama revealed the intense emotions that she felt as she and her husband handed over the keys to the Trumps. After the inauguration and we know who the inauguration we were at. That day was so emotional on so many different reasons. We were leaving the home we had been in for eight years, the only home our kids really knew. Um, They remembered Chicago, but they had spent more time in the White House than anywhere, so we were saying goodbye to the staff and all the people who helped to raise them. There were tears. There was that emotion, but then to sit on that stage and watch the the opposite of what we represented on display. There was no diversity. There was no color on that stage. There was no reflection of the broader sense of America. And many people took pictures of me and they, like, you weren't in a good mood. No, I was not. But you had to hold it together like you do for eight years. And then you walk through the Capitol, you wave goodbye, you get on Marine One, and you take your last flight off, flying over the Capitol, where there weren't that many people there. We saw it, by the way. And then we went to Andrew's Air Force Base, said goodbye to the military, got on Air Force One, and when those doors shut, I cried for 30 minutes straight uncontrollable sobbing because that's how much we were holding it together for eight years.
1: Child, I'm sure it was emotional, Michelle, meeting your home for eight years. I don't say that, but she knows how power works. She knows how the fuck power works. Y'all might have looked like y'all was diverse, but your policies wasn't diverse. You didn't help black people, but so fucking never. So, it looked diverse, but you wasn't really diverse. Shit. Trump says actually move. more. Like, right. CCU Obama was like a, a, an illusion. When you really look up his shit, you see he was an illusion. He was a, he was a fucking illusion that they still trying to sell years later. Oh, we cried when we did We see Trump. I was, I was like, now maybe everybody wake the fuck up. Okay, maybe you'll wake up in the stupor, and you and the emperor as y'all leave, people will see, and people are starting to see. You know, a lot of black people are starting to say, damn, yeah, like maybe they didn't do much. They nah, they look good. (laughs) And I hate that I put that. I worked so hard to put that shit in. I hate it. I remember being at the uh, that night at Grant Park and being because my uncle he's a skeptic and you know he don't he don't believe in nothing <laughs> i remember that, that night at grant Park, and obama came out to speak and i remember being the shock of it all like him they look different and i remember my uncle was the phone was ringing and i happened to hear my phone and i picked up my phone my uncle said he look they look way different he i'm about to tell you now he ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> as a matter of fact i'm gonna get worse <laughs> but i knew it I knew it by the second or third month of his term. And even though I tried to believe in the second term, I tried, I, I knew, I knew. I, and here's the thing, I, what made me so mad because I didn't trust my energy, I knew Obama wasn't shit back when he gave the speech at the DNC. I remember laughing at Obama when he gave the speech as the Senator new senator come and I said, Who's this pansy, the Democrats that got to be the next president? I knew he was gonna be the next president. I could tell the way they was moving with. I knew what the fuck he was coming. And I knew mean, he wasn't shit. But where I went, I went to a, a, a thing, a thing to hear him speak and he was so good that I he was you know, he was quoting Malcolm X and shit and I was young back then, I went you know, I was like, Oh shit, quote my that. Really, to only find out he, he he was he was all bullshit. I mean, he we asked last week. I was me and my friends who used to, you know, we did we was like part of that whole campaign stuff and everything. I was talking about how Obama had us out in the corners trying to sell his votes and stuff. Like he was he, like he was hoes. He was Obama hoes. That's what we used to call ourselves. Like <laughs> oh my god, it's sad. It's sad. I'm sorry, Zachary, but I apologize for the Obama. They looked good, but they wasn't shit policy-wise for us. And I'm sorry. am sorry. I'm sorry I endorse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah I understand. I understand. <laughs> and my gut was telling me the whole damn time. And I was trying to ignore it because I wanted to be a part of history. I wanted to be, you know, a And yeah, She is. Well, Huey, Huey on, own own uh, uh, what's the boondocks when he said hope is irrational? Because <laughs> remember Obama thing was hope? He's like, hope is irrational. But in that, I don't think hope is irrational, but I think in that context of Obama, it was. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Michelle crying, please. We was we we was crying I was crying for your eight years when, when you finally I was like, Oh <laughs> you didn't do nothing. All right, um in the in the um in the news of the story, uh Genesis Escobar twenty one, this baby was twenty one, was killed while reportedly robbing somebody in a car. Uh uh. uh. She was dumped, wounded on the sidewalk, and her body was covered in cash. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Witnesses brought her to the hospital where she and her onboard child died. A pregnant Chicago woman was shot while she was trying to rob somebody in a car, leaving her and her unborn child dead on the street. And I read just read that um, she she was killed after climbing in somebody's car in the Belmont-Crazy neighborhood on Monday afternoon and then demanding money from them. Jeez. It is unclear if she was armed in any, with any sort of weapon. Police said gunfire erupted from within the car and from outside the car, leaving Escobar with multiple wounds. She was uh, uh, then pitched out the car into a nearby section, but she just covered her body in cash and left her. Lord, Jesus, she messed with the master, didn't she? Mm-hmm. My gra- That's what my grandmother not say when you mess with the master. She tried to rob somebody, but they was the master. Escobar was seven months pregnant. Geez, And friends said she was looking forward to being a mother. Not robbing nobody. She wasn't if this is true. No, I have mercy. Nearby residence I reached Alvarez said Escobar had come to visit her daughter around one PM before the incident. She texted my daughter and told my daughter, Please help me, I'm in trouble. But so my daughter was sleeping. So it's unclear what situation Escobar was in. Alvarez said shortly they heard gunshots and went outside to see what was happening. Outside they found her laying in the street. Okay, I'm gonna have to say this. This sounds a little fishy. I don't know was she really robbing somebody, or was she involved in something? Witnesses said she was with a group of people when she attempted to when she attempted the car, uh, and that they also fired shots in the altercation. Okay, so she was with some other people trying to rob a car, allegedly. Everybody involved in the incident fled the scene after Escobar's body was done. Mm-hmm. She said, I feel that the person, somebody said this, they threw a bunch of money on top of her. Alvarez said, I don't know if she was in some kind of trouble. I don't care how much trouble you're in, said Alvarez. I feel that the person to do that to someone doesn't have a heart. Well, wait a minute. Was she robbing somebody? Child, it's just a sad situation. Which is, She messes with stupid, 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 messes with stupid things. Let's just say, "This with super tricks, and see super prizes, or something like that." Child, out here robbing or with some robbers. Mm, it's very sad. Very sad. Terrible. okay? All right, you guys. Let's get into the celebrity portion. I can never talk about Michelle. I talked about. I think I talked about all. Let me here. I know mm-hmm. how we doing. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so now we're gonna get into the celebrity news. Okay, listen. Tyrese was showed up on sway in the morning about a week ago. Ch- <laughs> Tyrese is funny. Now I can believe Tyrese on something, okay? He's talking about how his meds is you know, being some of the reason for his outburst on social media, especially when it's concerning Will Smith. Now, I don't know if that's just a you know something he just you know, Tyrese like this sounds good. I'm gonna tell people what's going on <laughs> Oh, um, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh okay, he says, uh this is according to Yahoo. It says Tyrese's emotional two thousand seventeen Instagram post, including one alleging Will Smith gave him five million, were a result of reaction to the pressure medication, okay? Uh, Tyrese Gibson has opened up about the vulnerable time in his life when he reacted badly to depression medications, resulting in some of the behavior we have seen from him in the past few years. years. The post Tyrese says emotional 2007 Instagram post, including one in the Will Smith gave him five million appeared on first on gravity. While speaking to Sway's universe promoting the upcoming Film fast X. Oh God, will they stop making Fast and Furious movies?
2: Jeez.
1: The actor talked about the time in 2017 when he went on Instagram to the terror that Wilson and David Pinkett had given him five million to help help he and his family during the custody battle, and with Norma Mitchell, his ex-wife. At the time, he said, according to complex, my wife kept the news away from me because I've been um with lawyers all day, but. Our family and our sister, Jada Pinkett Smith, and my brother, Will Smith, just sent us $5 million to help keep us afloat. The Smith and their whole family has always shown up for the gifts. Uncle Will, you're an uncle for real. <laughs> During the Swayze Universe, appearance, Gibson gifts they revealed that never happened. Will Smith is going to give me $5 million? I've never talked to Will Smith. I was out of my mind. He said he wrote that while he was taking the pressure medication, Rox which he was prescribed after losing custody of his daughter, Shayla, to Mitchell. I travel and I move all the time, and I'm used to being away from my baby. I'm. Uh, he continued, but to take, notice how Tyreek had a lot of problems with the first night and it's the same thing kind of second, but to, to, but to take my baby away for 100 days, oh, I was fucking miserable. So then the psychiatric, psychiatrist says, here's some psych meds that will help stabilize your mood because you barely sleep. You're stressed the fuck out, and your first burn was taken away from you. They gave me the sight mask called, look, with fuck me up. He also said another video made during that time, an Instagram video of him crying about losing Sarah for 100 days was filmed and uploaded by him on Rex Zulti. Gibson was monitored for 100 days after Mitchell accuse him of physically abusing his daughter. Gibson denies the claims, and the case was eventually dropped with the Los Angeles County Department of Family Services and I decided not to seek any charges. He said, I sent the video, I love the video, and the video was on the Internet for three, three, four months before the site med was finally out of my system. So imagine being the butt of every joke means all your homies, friends, people that ain't your friends clowning your site med meltdown has the butt of their jokes. And guess what? Because I'm a bit of a troll myself, I probably would have been clowning the mother for drink I don't smoke I never been high in my life," he continued. "I don't drink because everything about the drugs and alcohol fucked my life up throughout my childhood. Everything was out of control, which made me a control freak. Oh yes, Virgo. Yes, Virgo. I believe so. I think he's a Virgo. For someone who doesn't use drugs, you put some shit like Rexolty in my system. It's gonna have the worst adverse effects ever. Okay, whatever you say, Tyrese. Whatever you say, and I'm willing to believe you until this. Moment on Sway. I got to play it. Lord, I was, I was there with Tyrese. I was thinking, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to believe that. I'm going to believe. And then Tyrese does some shit where you go, oh, man. Yeah, I got the questions you do, okay? So let me see if I can pull up. I got it up. Tyrese trying Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know I got go. Here's Tyrese talking about his divorce from Samantha. Oh, Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. <laughs> I was ready to believe you until this moment. So, and you know, I still believe, but you know, child. He's a mess. Okay, check
2: this out. Twelve pages. You gave them that information. This is how you feel. This is what. You do. These lawyers don't know me from Adam. Her signature at the bottom of the page. And then whenever she would drop my baby off, I had so I was so shocked. Fucked up over it all. But it was, Watch this. I'm being very literal because I want you to understand my life. So, front of my house is my office. So I would send the nanny out the front door, and I had curtains, and my windows are tinted in my office. So every time Sam would pull up to drop the baby off, I'd be standing behind the curtains, looking. Everything about her energy was like she had literally disconnected and disassociated everything we have to do with everything. We got married in this house. We made this baby in this house. We had our first dance in this house. How the fuck could you pull up to this house with so many emotional and sentimental moments that we have shared at the start of the family and you pulling up dropping the baby off like it's a fucking daycare. He would get out the car, mm-hmm. and singing like this to the baby in the car seat, he would get the baby gave it to the man and just get in the car and okay, drive up and I would be sitting in the fucking window just like this looking looking for something before you get in the car can you have a moment look up at the house look at your life and your world that we shared together we tore the street time down we used to pull up in front of this house and pray in front of the house because we knew that our life and our family was going to be lived in this house Oh we got there, after we closed, we said, hold on, don't take the sign down. We want to see you pull the shovel out and take the sign down. We prayed this for sale sign out the front door.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I just wanted her to give the baby to the nanny. And before she get in the car, just look up and go. Give me something. Feels like we had a life in this motherfucker for five years. So I don't think you ever love me. It's not because she left me. People leave each other all the time, whether it's his fault or her fault. Who gives a fuck? Cry me a real. It was all the other shit that happened that was so heartless and so abrasive and here I am. I am the millionaire. I am the alpha. I do got a big ass ego and personality. But I got the biggest heart of anybody you'll ever meet. And I would have never done that to me. I would have never done that to her. Break up. People break up all the time. Are you in a cult? You know, you walk up to a woman, your mother walks up to their daughter and goes,
0: shut
2: it's me. And they like, I don't know who you And just walk the fuck away, like no association whatsoever.
1: Ah. <gasps> First off, Tyree, she's a Scorpio. When we when we decided, let me tell you something. See, that's the fuck. Do you know her? I said, you need to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tyree's crazy as fuck. By the way, I you should have. Y'all could have seen what I just saw. You should see Sway them. They look like. I mean, they actually look like they watching one of them chicken second I thought he was gonna singing. Like you know, like when they, you know, when that part did shit in the circuit play, when they look up there and they go, they look up, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they put their face down there and they start thinking, "Jesus, bring a back to me, Shit, it looks like a Broadway play, okay? So, Tyrese, you crazy at five foot, five and a half foot. So why that Scorpio? I agree that that Scorpio. I, I don't know what she wasn't seeing at first. She probably had some warning inside. She, I know she seen it. But she decided to go on in that shit. Okay. Now, Tyrese, let me explain something to you about Scorpio. First of all, you can be with us and probably never really know it. But here's the thing. Scorpios are emotional. Love like nothing else. She probably, it probably took her a lot to leave you. Uh, Whole fucking lot. Then it, it probably took her a whole. I mean, and when she finally, whatever shit she got tired of, when she finally decided this to fuck it. Oh, it's baby, we cut you like a like a bad. Like especially if you treat us like if there's some semblance of respect there, but if you acting a fool with us and stuff, we really it's all busy. We don't even yes, she you, she disassociated. She disassociated her ass from the house. Everything so that she could she could disassociate her feelings and heal. Yes. That Scorpio vibe. Yes, she walked up to her and yeah, so, baby. Stop it. And kept her in her car. It isn't hate, it's just hate she, you had your she gave you that time. I bet that Scorpio woman gave you time to get your shit together. <laughs> get her shit together. But when it didn't happen, oh, she started disconnecting. Okay, baby? It started happening. It started disconnecting, Tyrese. And yes, yes, it wasn't just that she didn't feel anything. It wasn't that she had, it took her probably months to unattach from everything in that house. And when we unattach, when we do disconnect, bitch, it's, bitch, this, is a, this is the only
0: one.
1: <laughs> Oh, it get cold for her. It get cold. It's heat, Tyrese is in the cold right now. Ain't it? Oh man, a Scorpio cold is its nothing like it. I feel sorry for people who got to feel it. Like, if you if you can break up with a Scorpio being a friend, it's the best thing to do. But if you break up with a Scorpio and you giving her shit, ooh, you're going to get the Scorpio winter. That's what she's giving us, it, a Scorpio cold. Because that's what she's me up on, TV, on the show. I mean, I, I follow her too, and she's saying, I'm talking about Jesus. I'm trying to say are you get cold? <laughs> Listen, she was disconnected from you, bro. And Tyrese, the way I see you act after, <laughs> how do you talk about you with this new woman there and you trying to brag out on the radio because you feel, feel so and so the way you come, I'm not doing this for Sam. I'm not saying I such and such for Sam. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing it exactly for Sam. <laughs> but let me tell you what. That's why we all probably glad. So she probably glad for that other girl being it. She probably glad. She probably like, thank you, Lord. And he got somebody. (laughs) Because when we disconnect, because Tyrese seems kind of like he crazy. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I I remember one time, okay, I'm going to tell you, not that my dreams are significant and mean anything, but years ago I had a dream about Tyrese, and I dreamed he was mean. He's like a mean person. I'm not saying he is, but usually when I dream about people – like, he's, he, it, it'll be y'all. <laughs> like, in a relationship. Not mean in the, like, if you meet him as a person. But he seems like he'd be mean in a relationship. I had a dream. I went to see him at a concert. It was him and Brian one night. And I remember he did something so neat I thought on stage or something. It was something he did with his cell phone. I thought it was pretty cool or whatever. And that night, for some reason, I dreamed about Tyrese. I don't know the fuck why, but I did, and I dreamed that it was like I can't. I won't tell you how to dream, but I dreamed it was from another person's experience, and if and the person was experiencing a relationship, maybe it was God giving me some sort of symbolism about him, but he was mean to the person. Ugh. And I never after that. I always started to listen to Tyrese and said, he's probably mean as fuck in a relationship, and little stuff that he done and said on this way show, and I've seen Tyrese say in the past. I've been here. <laughs> I thought that's something. I was like, give me the hell about it. <laughs> I see, so I be my, see, Sam, I see. Sam, I understand. Listen, I, even, even swaying and looking like, what? I understand women cut off game and strong. What was that? So I don't think you ever love me. It's for real, bro. And
2: guess what? Yeah, I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I'm in love. Yeah, I'm, yeah,
1: she's patient and kind and allowing me to endure this. It's
2: so sad to because see. Guess what? The reason that men out here killing themselves? I'm
1: going to tell you what men. Uh-oh. Be scared, Samantha. When he starts saying the reason men out here killing themselves and stuff like that, he means he's still hurt. that's that Scorpio Winter is fucking with him. Even the new girl. New girl, pay attention to how he's acting. Even though he's up upping you with that Virgo male energy, he's doing my Yes, Yeah, she's great. She's this and that. He's really hurt by Sam. Sam done fuck him up. Okay, that Scorpio cold man, I understand. That Scorpio cold air ain't no fucking show. We get cold. it's We get cold. We like fuck shit. Hurt <laughs> us? We like uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think we and we try. Here's the thing. I know Sam probably. I'm gonna just say this. I'm not gonna say I know, but from a Scorpio perspective, I bet she. She really loves her. And the way I used to see her run around on little Tristan channels and all that stuff with him, is, uh, I feel like she was trying her damn bit. Okay, I can see Tyrese was in play with. Tyrese is just something. I'm talking about me. I don't know what it is. something about Tyrese. Why I call him bullshit? Because <laughs> he talks a lot. You know, he a Virgo. But I, that's why Sam was making it. I was her video too. Listen, it was tragic for her too. Okay? I feel like it was tragic for Sam too. And I can see, you know what told she was saying the same shit? It seemed like he was saying the same same shit, if I can remember. <laughs> when he was breaking up with the first wife, he was having all kinds of shitty trouble with the first woman. And he was doing the same thing, my baby, cut away his child. Tra- the first kid. It's like the exact same shit. So at some point, you got to say, shit, what the fuck? This this girl, he broke up with, and he went online and did a rant talking about the devil, when the devil would be that. he was calling the girl the devil a few months ago. Then he got back with her. <laughs> oh, but this time, Tyrese has met the Scorpio code air. And- where the Scorpio has cut him off, like you know when Scorpios cut you off, it ain't nothing like that shit. That shit's terrible. <laughs> I've had friends that I cut off, and then when we gave back friends, I said, "Bitch, you was, you was mean." <laughs> I wasn't mean. I just didn't talk to you. I act like I didn't see you. I wasn't mean. I would never be mean to you. I just decided that you done. I had a relative. I did that. I did that for two years. It, had to be, it was my grandmother who said, Kiki, has my grandmother, I do, and I'm going to Kiki, yes, you need to, they really are hurting. I'm like, mm. I ain't did nothing to hurt them. I don't even talk to them. Kiki. You got to forgive them. Listen, I've forgiven them. I just don't need to, I don't need them in my life. Boy, it took my grand. Everyone, my granny is the only reason, okay? that relationship gather <laughs> in the relationship. Okay, so Scorpios, that's what we do. We may try we try really hard, even with our own faults and then we try and if we try and try and try and you keep fucking us over, oh no. We'll we'll we we'll we we get cold at the worst time. Like what Tariq said when this know you're about to commit suicide, said, you know what? She she's like bitch. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> and, the, and the Scorpio winter can make you feel like you want to take yourself out. Because <laughs> Scorpios act like they don't even see you no more. She only reason she don't and she's doing that because she's probably protecting herself too because you seem a little crazy. So she's like, shit, I got to limit my conversation with this motherfucker. Listen to that type he you up here doing a whole fucking acting job, okay? <laughs> if y'all ain't got it, if y'all ain't seen Sway in the morning, Look at Tyrese. I'm not laughing at you, Tyree, but yeah, I am, kind of, cause I see you going out It's hurting you, and really, here's the deal, man. You need therapy. You need to get what heal that little boy, cause you seem like you really hurt. Cause you was going through the same shit with the first one, and except the Scorpio came and she had made it winter time. She ain't even looking at you. Same time, you really like her. You really this is the one that's the one you really care for. Damn. Mm. She done told she cut Samantha moving on. It's Samantha done made here you <laughs> Oh, She was like, she was having church stuff. Shit, Tyrese was so messed her up so bad. She was having a a a, a church thing every week talking about I was hurt. I ain't laughing, Samantha, but it was Samantha was on there. She Samantha was trying to war with me. Like, you give see some of these men who are famous and some of these. She wasn't saying no names, but like, I knew she was talking about Tyrese. She was like, that's a lot of shit. Samantha just had it up. To Samantha, like, shit. <laughs> that Virgo wore her out. <laughs> oh, you would say think- I want to tell you, Tyrese Strutt. I know he's a Virgo, but I can't remember what else. Let me see. Well, he he she couldn't take no more, and I really wish I uh, she but you can just tell the way he acts. Um, what is Tyrese y'all? Y'all know I was having a. Ah, uh, no, he's funny. That, he's just funny. I thought Tyrese was a Turco. Are they sure about that? let me look at this again. I to is a, a Capricorn. I thought he was a
0: Bricko. Look at this. Is that right? No, he is a cat.
1: That's even worse. <laughs> okay, like cats can be, listen, no like, okay, Mortel Hope is like Mortel Hope and Melody. Y'all watch Love, uh, Love, at Alabama, Huntsville. Martell was, like, doing all kind of work. See, here's the thing what happened with Martell. I thought he, Tyrese was a Virgo all this time. He acts crazy like a Virgo, but he's not. Let me just see what he's let's see what he, like a Virgo. Not all Virgo men are crazy, but some of y'all are. Let me see. Um, wow. What is... uh? Venus is in Scarborough. Oh Jesus. Oh. oh. she's having a hard time. His descendants in Scorpio. Oh yeah, he's in love. Listen, his right. Oh Lord, heaven. Amanda I mean Samantha, be careful. I mean, she he really loves it, Samantha. Uh, to the other girl, you know, uh, just try it. oh Lord, he's having a hard time letting go of Samantha. Uh 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 uh. And he might be kind of possessive in me because certain little things I see in his chart his thousand is in Virgo. Okay. He he certain little things I see in his north node is in Virgo. That's what it is. His north node is in Virgo. Uh I've seen a chart thing on Tyreek before and uh <laughs> And Venus is and Scorpio, you could be very, you know, Scorpios are possessive and can be obsessive about a thing we like or something too. But, you know, we'll investigate it, look up under its hood and everything. So he, when it comes to love, when he says he needs, he needs that other girl, because he needs to get his mind off of her. And listen, she's made it a cold winter. <laughs> cut him all the way off. So he probably is having a hard time with this, uh, and, and and you know uh, it's like Melanie Hope, like I was saying. Melanie is a Scorpio, and uh, Martell is a Scorpio. I mean, Capricorn on uh, Love and Huntsville, Alabama, and their breakup. Which here's the rumors: the rumors were that Melanie knew about a mistress that he, Martell, had a mistress before the show. Okay, I would say that probably very true. Okay. Now, <laughs> oh my God, I hate to tell Scorpio secrets. I don't want to bust my Scorpio sisters out, but I'm going to ahead. Okay. Now, I already talked about it with Chris Jenner, okay? Even if it's in her deep recesses, this is my personal opinion about Melanie Hope. Melanie, I felt, was totally crazy about Mar 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 Mar, Mar Marcel. Trying to, she even got pregnant by him. At the end of their marriage, okay. Melanie knew about that mistress. Yes, she did. And one other thing, I would probably say to Marcel, that he got set the fuck up on television. <laughs> I say this all the time. Because she knew he was gonna fuck. I believe that Scorpio knew that Martell Martel could not, Martel could not stop the hoeing, could not stop going around to that chick he was fussing around with, and, and he, he, that Melanie, she and Melanie went on television. Cause Scorpios have a sick sense about you. Even if we try to we, – we, and sometimes we'll test that sixth sense to see if we're right. I know. I know it's treacherous. We do it sometimes. But we, we can test it to see, like, I feel like this mofo ain't shit, but I'm going to go ahead and put it on, on this reality show because I'm going to make some money at it. Because <laughs> Melody's a businesswoman, right? And she's an 11 level 3 right? So I feel like Melody knew the fuck what was going on. Like, she knew he was fucking around. She knew about the chick before the reality show, but she knew. Here's my thing: she knew that she was gonna have a great storyline with Martell, and that he was gonna fuck up. He was gonna look like the victim on the show. So <laughs> no, no, I think she knew. She knew, and she just let Martell walk into the trap because he had already fucked her over so many times with that chick. And then when he got her that chick pregnant. On national TV, oh, that's Scorpio, that's Scorpio Farmer. And then Melanie start closing the fucking door. You know how Melanie start getting cold towards him? Oh, oh, he got the Scorpio winter on national television, and he ain't been able to recover. He be acting like Tyrese. That's what I should have noticed it. Capricorn. And Tyrese got that Capricorn move. Yeah, He be, Martell be out here just tripping. He be upset about man, Even though he's dating other people, I mean, he be so angry. Because he done lost his family. <laughs> Melanie's done. Melanie's like, I'm done. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you too, Melanie's probably done before the show started. <laughs> now, people say that's a woman. That's definitely a woman, but it's definitely a sparking up. Melanie's probably done before the show started. She didn't want to say it. she, But she was hoping that he would get it together. And her deep respect that he ain't going to live together. And when he don't, you gonna fuck around on this stuff. You gonna fuck around on this show and find out. <laughs> and that's why Martell always on the show, and people be always saying, thinking Martell crazy when he be saying Melody said and he be thinking Melody like meant for to injure to this stuff on the show. I kind of agree with him. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you why. Oh my god! I felt like a wicked Scorpio laughing. Okay, listen. We're not wicked. We're very kind people. We love. We love hard, but it's just like Jenner. It's just like Chris uh, Jenner. Okay, Chris. The rumors were that Chris knew that uh, Bruce liked to dress in women's shit, but Bruce was fine back in the day. Okay, let just say. Okay, and Bruce was fine, and they said that Chris. Jenner was passionate about Bruce. Like, when I mean, her and Bruce had a passionate situation going on, she ended up marrying him, having two more kids by. But the, the rumor was that he said he was not going to be doing that stuff no more. He was done with it or whatever. The alleged rumor is that somebody had told her and he was back at it again and the family. And I always say that she literally emasculated him on television. And people say, well, if that was me what she was doing to Bruce. No, she wasn't. This is Scorpio. She's transforming him to be who he was supposed to be. You, Bruce, want to be, what's Bruce's new name? I forget the new name Bruce that. But you want to be that, I'm going to bring you the fuck out. I'm going to bring, you won't come right because you didn't tell me the truth from the get-go. I'm going to bring you out right here on TV in front of the world. <laughs> That's Scorpio shit when we dark and we angry. <laughs> well, you done hurt us so much to the core because it hurt her to give up Bruce. What Bruce, the Bruce, the Bruce of the weedy Bruce for this new shit. She was hurt by that shit because she didn't want her life get old and to be out here. And Bruce is done, and Bruce out here still fucking dressing in women's clothes, and so she didn't want that. That wasn't she wasn't planning on running around with Corey Gamble and shit. when she was old. She wanted to, you know, how that shit. Think she gonna have a passionate relationship? He done sold her some false pretense of that time out, and you know he wanted to be transgender and shit. Ruffian yeah. just bought it out. Ruffian was like, okay, you gonna be you gonna play bitch games? So when we get up here on this show, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna pick at you until you bring her all the way out. Even unbeknownst um, to Chris, she probably did it. <laughs> she picked and picked till it started to surface. Remember, Bruce, Bruce was walking on television because she's like, "Bitch, where you at?
3: Who are you really?" Okay.
0: <laughs> That's why I tell
1: you people, be careful with the. Listen, I, I love us. We, we Scorpios, we're great, but we're not. We're not to be toyed with lightly, <laughs> especially if we really like you. You will mess around. But they say fuck around and find out. <laughs> That's why be you, you never love me. You never did. It feels like that because she's in the Scorpio winter right now. It's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like that for a minute. You know what I want? Maybe you should go and ask him that Gemini, how he is. Shit, that Gemini still ain't here. He he just walking around. He, he beautiful self. He just walking around like a nomad. Since he got to the woods. He probably hates that he got to the woods. <laughs> Gemini's just walking around aimless. <laughs> <angling. laughs> she she don't put him in the Scorpio. She she had her Scorpio winter. She went he went to Scorpio winter. Remember when she was on Arsenio Hall and Denise uh uh was the what's her name? Least of the neighbors on my senior high, I asked her about Henry Cravitz. He she was like, "No, I don't talk to him. I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen him." She was being cold. And bitch, I wish I would, right? Because he was in the, he went through the cold. He had to go through the cold, and then he came out on the other side. See, man, he ain't had any friends with her, and everything, but he had to go through the cold. I go through the storm, cause you hurt the fuck out of her. So you gotta go through the cold. <laughs> Don't make it easy. Future, even though he's a Scorpio, he had to go through the cold. <laughs> oh, God, I'm telling you about our sign. It's what we do. <laughs> he was trying to put Sierra through the cold. Sierra's was like, fuck it. You want to put me through the code? I'm putting you through the cold. Watch this shit when I marry this football player over here and I take your son with me. <laughs> oh, God, it's Could be terrible. She didn't mean to. Speaking of Sierra and Russell, I gotta talk about them in a minute. So yeah, it be shit like that. I'm sorry. We we can be cold and mean like that. You know, it's not that we mean. It's that we hurt and we're trying to heal. And the only way we can heal and release the attachments of you and all that, and whoever the person is, is we gotta we gotta put you out in the cold. can't afford to look back at the house, Tyrese. She'll be back in there with your crazy ass. Don't nobody want that. Take your ass and make some Fast and Furious movies and enjoy that chick you with playing with that chick. Knowing you in the cold, trying to just wander around. (laughs) Tyrese should be over soon. You'll be out the cold. (laughs) But you got you kind of crazy. You got straightened up first. He'll you know, keep you in the cold for a minute. you not know, straighten up. It is what we did happen. I mean. Um, but now, if you ended well with a Scorpio, it's never cold. But if you ended where you crazy, are you delusional, or you start being, and you've cheated, or you've done something massive to hurt the Scorpio, or something, Scorpio, it's going to be cold. It's going to, when we detach, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be a show of some sort. <laughs> like, you know, that's why people be thinking Scorpios are riches and stuff. Because they be like, you know, people be fucked up about Scorpios. to get, you know, mid, middle of the night, not understanding what the fuck to do. Because, because it's just our, we're, we're not, we're just. We just have that effect on people because we're, you know, we're, we have a karmic thing to us. So it's just best to like deal with Scorpios, like be honest and tell the tell your truth, and <laughs> you know, it come out better for everybody. <laughs> Poor Tyrese, oh my God, yeah, he gonna come out the cold someday. All right, so. Hopefully if he don't go crazy first. Tyrese is that crazy boy. All right, so let me see, what's the next one, sorry? Um, Tiger Woods. His girlfriend's trying to get rid of the NBA, okay? Tiger, this is according to People Magazine, Tiger Woods girlfriend Erica Herman wants NBA nullified citing law for cases of sexual assault. Uh-oh. Heidi Woods' girlfriend Erica Herman filed a lawsuit against the golfer asking to be removed from her nondisclosure agreement, citing a law that allows NDAs to be nullified in cases of sexual assault. According to the complaint obtained by People, Herman, 38, is looking to legally nullify an NDA she signed in August 2017 when she and and Woods, 47, began dating. Herman claims that the NDA should be voided, citing that the Speak Out Act, which protects victims of sexual assault or harassment, documents state that Woods and Herman had a long relationship that was both professional and personal. Herman claims she is currently unsure what other information about her own life she may discuss with, discuss or with whom, the client states. Herman has not made any accusations against Woods per the report. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he's been around her for years. They said, uh, no one has signed any paperwork. A friend of Woods told people in 2018 about the couple, it's not like they're pledging or lives to each other, but she's really a nice, nice, a tiger likes her. Okay. Um, let me just say this. One of the rumors is, is that allegedly that he, he, uh, he acted. I guess he acted like she, he needed her to come somewhere or something, and his lawyers got her out the house. I guess they packed up, they got packed up all her stuff, and then when she got to this place and tried to ask her, she was one of the lawyers informed her that Tiger Woods was done with her.
0: you with me fucking five years, and that's how you to through some <laughs>
1: shit. That's what they said, legend That happened. Like he got the lawyers to break up, bitches. Now that's a corny one. I was as corny as fuck. I wouldn't this. I don't care how much money you got. Like, I'm with Joe Budden. Money don't taste corny. Okay, he is corny. Just, you can't have the lawyer break up. <laughs> See a man to break up with yourself. And that's just that she's scared and she's dangerous or something. I, it don't seem like that. So she wants this NBA. Now, I hate NBA. I hate the whole idea of NBA. I like the idea of NDAs for employees that work in your home if you're, you know, some sort of big person or whatever, NDAs um, for your businesses and stuff like that. But two people in a fucking relationship, fuck you, you make me sign an NDA, motherfucker, I'm going to go get some paperwork filled out for your ass so you can sign an NBA too <laughs> with some cash. I feel like every person should own their story. Like it, I feel like NBA's with impersonal relationships are supposed to celebrities can add, hide some shit. Not celebrities, but some people can hide some foul shit they like to do. You know, like some yeah, you, I don't know. Then you need to trust the chick or the person or the man enough before you start getting intimate and shit like that and hope for the best. Like everybody else out do, here doing a regular relationship. And I understand celebrities different. But I just feel like that's a matter you have to learn how to trust on a different level. You have to be a little bit more careful than the average person. But you don't even make nobody sign no NBA. Damn, that may sign me and me sign the NBA, so I'm married to you. Fuck you. No. No, I'm not going to. You've got a right to your story. i got a right to mine. I think that's the craziest shit ever. Or oh, people sign gag orders from the divorce. No, bitch. If I want to write a book about you, I can write a book. If you want to write a book can, can, about me, you have a story about me. I got a story about you. It's just stupid. It, people see relationships. I just think it's dumb. And when you do those sort of things, it's just weird to me when celebrities do it. I've heard about people signing an NBA agreements just to sleep for somebody. <laughs> you know who I wonder who has NBA agreements? You know, when you never hear about a celebrity in you know, one night. This particular celebrity fire war. We've talked about this like blind item on here, okay? So, like one of my friends, I can't say who, <laughs> sent me this video of this celebrity's ex girlfriend. She's on like a she's uh, she's on a like a YouTube channel, but she got a search heart. <laughs> and so they were asking her questions on this YouTube channel, and they asked her about this particular dude that the celebrity she was going with. She's like. Has he cleared that? I
0: was like, what the fuck? We really got it cleared.
1: She was like, has he cleared? Can we talk about him? She, I mean, she was like, she said, Cause I don't know what happened. I mean, she. it was like she didn't even want to talk about him. And I was like, that makes motherfucking sense. When she Because I was like, this motherfucker probably didn't bitches on the NBA. You, you but because why? Because probably they wild. Wow. That's why you know, and so but she was scared to even say this shit. Was scared to even mention. So that's why we sometimes why like, you don't hear whole stories on some people because <laughs> <laughs> they got NBA agreements out here. But these all tell take you from no NBA agreement. People can tell their yeah, they story to other person and the other person too. <laughs> but this particular person, like they must have like a plan, like 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 an ironclad, like they must be getting into too racist, because that's the first thing this chick said. The first thing this chick said was, has that cleared? Can we say his name? Can we even talk about it? I said, oh, it's that deep. Are you to sound one of them? I tell him, to kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. You take that shit and go about your business. <laughs> but, I, you know, I was, it, I, I could see she was really scared. Like she didn't, she didn't, she didn't seem really scared, but she just seemed like, can we talk about? It? Like, can I even? She she wouldn't mention the person by name, and so I was like, damn. So I knew she had him signing her heart. Like he signed up, and that's just so unnatural. It's just like, can you can you imagine? Like you in a relationship with somebody, y'all having, you know, Netflix and chill night, y'all chilling and everything, and y'all, and he's like, babe, I gotta talk to you. At eight, can we we have a meeting? He's like, oh yeah. And so you go to dinner and the next night. He slides you over to NBA reunion, the NBA agreement. Need to sign this. while we dating? <laughs> because I'm a celebrity or I'm a big star. I do like. I can understand if I'm hear Some of your business. Like if you're talking business and you saying, hey, I won't tell anything that has to do with like, you know. Like maybe when this is going, something's coming up, products coming out, or this and that, or I can get that. But our relationship, fuck you, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but how he broke up with her is crazy too. And these kind of celebrities, this that's the downfall of some types of celebrities. Like the lawyer, if that was true, the lawyers escorted her somewhere just to tell her, uh, you know, tired. Broke up with you. <laughs> That's some wild shit. Woo hoo! Wild shit people be doing out here. <laughs> but I don't know, ladies. How do you feel, fellas? How do you feel? Would you sign a non-disclosure agreement to be with a celebrity? Would you? Would you actually? I just feel like I'm too. I, I'm a rough rider. Like I wouldn't. Tell, this is. I understand that when you're first dating, you don't say things that you you know <laughs> I get it you know what I'm saying that you' being private, or I get it if it's anything about your business regarding your business and stuff like that, I get that but when you're talking about your like like how we are in like little things how we are in a relationship like we have Netflix. I don't want you telling people what we do. <laughs> I don't want people to say so you repeating what I've said to you about our relationship or our love life. I can say whatever you say. Like. It just seems wild. It just seems like a little, I don't know. It feels weird. I feel like maybe you should, because you, here's what I say about NDAs, especially in the world of celebrity, okay? It gives people the license to not develop character. I understand that celebrities have a harder time in a different time because, you know, they have people around them sometimes they can't trust and stuff like that. But it also gives them an excuse to be saying anything to anybody, sleeping with anybody, doing all kind of wild shit. Yeah, I can always just pass over this NDA to her shit. Or so, uh, you know, it's like you don't get a chance to develop shit because the NBA's is there. And so you don't, you, you, you know, she ain't going to say shit because she do not sign up the contract, but you don't develop a, a a sense of discernment of learning to get to know somebody, discerning somebody. I'm not talking about when it comes to business. Especially. That's a whole different thing. Listen to me. I'm, not, I'm talking about when it comes to dating or relationships. To ask somebody to sign an NDA re- agreement regarding a re- the development of relationships, not your business, <clears throat> not your um, uh, your um how you interact with employees and stuff like that—that's totally understandable. But to ask somebody to not own their story when they broke into—that's crazy to me. That's nutty. That's, and it—it—it it, 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 it just to me it stops them having development issues. I mean, you know, developing—not all, some. <clears throat> like, let me learn to trust. Maybe I. Uh, uh, let me see. You know, if you take the risk of sleeping with somebody the first night, and you like certain wild uh, uh, things in the bedroom and stuff like that, well, you take that chance in life. That's just a risk. So nobody had to sign on NBA to sleep with your ass. Fuck you. You, know, this, this is, you take. You know what? Suddenly, my cootie is dry. <laughs> Excuse me. Before we sleep together you have, you know, choose this NDA agreement, I'd like you to sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a terrible, I, it's a terrible thing if that's how it happens. <laughs> I mean, no wonder their relationships don't last long, You know, because there's no development. There, there's, everything is protecting you to the point of you don't have any discernment or development. It's a scary shit. It's some weird shit to be. I would just be like, No, so fuck <laughs> hey, you take your NBA agreement back. certainly I don't feel so it's not I'm not I'm not feeling it anymore. cuz I've been
2: like this <laughs>
1: So there we the NBA agreement before we sleep together tonight. I have condoms. I have uh birth on that I have the morning at <laughs> this is I was terrible and i've heard stories okay ladies I'm, and fellas i've heard stories okay <laughs> like, yeah but when i saw that i was like yeah okay i thought like she she didn't want to even admit and i felt bad because i was like you can't own your story look okay, you what the fuck? you got the right to your story like, again yeah, yeah. No, yeah i was with that bitch it didn't work <laughs> you know that's what i thought okay so let's talk about this other thing <laughs> I'm so, I'm so wrong. <laughs> I wonder if um, Samantha signed the NBA because she really is a that She's really protecting him. Though I, I thought she, she's really never like she's implied things, but you know, yeah, you know, I don't know. All right, so okay, before we talk about Jay Z, let's talk about B E T. Speaking of somebody that might should decide the NBA agreement, <laughs> this OT T you found out about. Former B E T CEO Deborah Lee said she had an affair with a founder Bob Jones and claims he threatened her job if they sit. Yeah, y'all didn't wait, a minute, hold on, hold on. Y'all didn't know that Bob and 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 Deborah was getting it on. Even at one time they was engaged, I think. Oh gee. That's old.
0: That's
1: old <laughs> ass okay? But for those of you who didn't know, according to Yahoo,
3: <clears throat> from
1: BT CEO, Deborah Lee reveals how her relationship with former BT head Bob Johnson turned toxic in her new book, new book I Am Deborah Lee. Lee spoke with Robin Robert Tuesday on Good Morning America about her book and revealed how her relationship with Johnson developed while he was head of the network. She alleges relationship eventually became something that Johnson held over her. Both were married when they had the affair. The post uh, former BTCO Deborah said she had an affair with founder Bob Johnson. Claims she threatened her job to say split. <clears throat> uh, appeared first on Bravity. She said, I wanted to tell the story because the power dynamics are so important in a relationship, especially if you're having a relationship with someone you work for. We all know. Oh, excuse me for clearing my throat, y'all. Y'all know how I my allergies be right? I know how I be you know, y'all know I was doing that, okay? For the last couple of weeks my allergies have just been going crazy. This is a, but we all know for uh the potential pitfalls I worked for Bob Johnson for ten years before we had a personal romantic relationship, she said. He was a mentor and he pushed me and he was responsible for a lot of my success. hmm. Good coochie can help you get successful. We did have a relationship while we were both married. We ended up both divorced, and then people knew about the relationship. The company knew. We started going places together. The downfall of the relationship, like, that is if you want to get it, get out of it, and that's the part where it came. And I wanted to break up, she continued. I saw it wasn't a long-term relationship, and my job and my career were held over my head. It was like, well, if you want to break up with me, then you can leave tomorrow. And that was 20 years into my career at BT, so I would have lost everything. Well, say me was the therapy, and eventually Bob left the company and I became CEO, and I was the CEO for 13 years without him being there and to uh, live my dream <clears throat> without any form of harassment. She said, adding that after the rise of Me Too, Time's Up movement, she began recontextualizing, girl, don't you start that shit, relationship to ask herself how much consent she actually had in during the, its development. She said, oh, yeah, I was told many times, she said, it's like, okay, if you're going to break up with me, let's get on the phone and tell people you're leaving right now. And has a work, mo- working mother, how does one recover from something like that? Okay, you know, I agree, Deb, we shouldn't have been doing you like that, but let's not try to make me too this. Let's not try to meet too you and Bob. getting you know, on. girl, let's not try to meet too. See, a lot of women, you know, listen, let's not try to meet too you giving him some coochie cats, because that probably helped your career a lot, okay? Okay, let's not try to me too. Ain't nothing. I was thinking about the power dynamics. Girl, it was unwise. First of all, let me just say this. It's unwise. What the old people say, don't make your money where you, don't make your honey where you make your money. Okay? it's just unwise, especially if you're trying to be taken serious in the workplace. And I understand sometimes that's hard to do, but especially if it's the big ball. Now you knew if you was going to break up with his ass, you knew that Bob wasn't going to be able to work around you. Okay, you knew that. You knew the fuck what it was. Now, I'm recontextualizing it, and it's, you know, since, you know, since
0: the Me Too movement. What you
1: recontextualizing? That you, you and him were talking around together? What the hell are you going to recontextualize? No, you was really just like him. Y'all two assistant adults ain't nothing me too about that shit, okay? He has a power dynamics a little bit, but you should have been fucking around at work. He was the boss, he was owning the shit. He kicked your ass out if you if you and you knew that. You knew if you start screwing the man who owns V E T and you suddenly trying to close up the coochie shop, yeah, he can fire you. Is it wrong? Yeah, but he can. So that's why you shouldn't have been in no shit. So you take full responsibility for your shit, okay? Don't try to come on there and be trying to get Bob now. <laughs> oh, your shit, Beverly. Not up here. That old T. first of all. First of all, that old T. Like none of us, knew. ain't nobody out here in these streets. <laughs> well, some of y'all didn't. Some of y'all was actually surprised. I was like, this is the old tea. What are y'all talking about? Y'all, y'all don't know nothing about Five Johnson, it it got wild. Okay, let me let me get. Okay, y'all was first of all on BMS this week. Uh, Young Miami was on BMS playing a wife of one of the uh, uh BMS associates, and the guy gets killed. Y'all boy, y'all was on poor Young Miami. Y'all gave my Young Miami a hard time. Okay. <laughs> And she was like, you know, that just means more opportunity. But let me just say this in Miami, okay? You know, serious for so many people out here. And you singers and stuff, when you really take start trying to go into acting, take it seriously. Actors are always constantly learning. Even when actors take on certain roles, you ask some of the great actors and actors like Viola Davis, when she took on, on the role of woman king, there's probably a lot of training she had to do. But not only that, sometimes actors have to work certain things for emotions, and they have to go back to class. They have to get with an acting coach and help them through a, a character and stuff like that. Acting is education, theater, film, whatever. Please go get classes. So don't y'all come on here like y'all ain't trying. Like y'all just read the script and just, you know, come on there with no emotions and all that. Y'all, y'all got to do better. Especially if you're gonna to try to take it and be serious about it. Some people can naturally, you know, move and you come in real quick, but it's it's always important, in my opinion, to educate yourself to be a better actor. Okay, just just my opinion. And in Miami, you can use masking it's Here, can it's what it <laughs> Even though you get an opportunity. Okay. Uh, next, what is it? Uh, You talking about Jay-Z yet? Okay, you talking about Jay-Z.
0: Uh,
1: Where's it at, that article? Oh, let's see. Type Woods. Is... Okay, I'm going oh, to find jay Z article. I thought I had it up. Okay, y'all. I'm getting to it. Jay-Z. Okay. Jay-Z's cannabis brand facing lawsuits over illegal shipments and gender discrimination. This is according to I uh, MSN.com. It says, Jay-Z's cannabis brand monogram is facing multi-layered lawsuits. The company allegedly illegally shipped, illegally shipped marijuana from California to New York. South, South, financial reports, and exhibited gender discrimination. Kathy Clay, the former vice president of the parent company TPCO, which houses monogram, made the allegations in February via the aforementioned lawsuit. Clay says that monogram cheated her unfairly due to her gender, gender and then took action against her after she reported financial discrepancies and violations of the state of cannabis policies. As uh, F- San Francisco Gate, reports that TPCO claims the allegations in the lawsuit are false. According to the Securities and Exchange Commission financial report, TPCO is responsible for the manufacture of cannabis products, lays claim to 11 cannabis locations in California, and provides over 650 people with jobs. Cole serves as the chief visionary officer of TPCO due to his and Rock Nation's association via monograms. The company does not comment on ISO litigation and plans to defend itself strongly against the file accusations. a spokesperson told SFGate. JP has been involved in multiple legal battles in 2023. In February, Hove and Bacardi were able to reach a settlement over his, uh, what is it, Deoxy brand? The companies were able to revive the partnership and Bacardi acquired majority interest in the multi-billion dollar brand. Um, so listen, he's been in a lot of losses, uh, and even, you know, even in, even with streaming, sometimes they was accusing him of, 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 financial numbers. Don't tell me you over there lying about the numbers and we too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen, it's, you know, here's what I think. Jay Z has to be real careful. He's at a weird time in his career, and it's you know, I think the like he's kind of waning, and so, so when it's the, during these times they like to get you. They like to get you. They like to come. The foul be coming. So he, you know, I don't know. It's, you've seen a lot with him, especially the lawsuits. A lot of those lately. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. He, he kind of got a. Uh, a deal out the last lawsuit. We'll just see where that road continues uh, for him down the road. Okay, okay. Now, Sierra and Russell Wilson visited a maximum security prison. Uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra, this is according to TMZ.com. Russell Wilson and Sierra spent time inside a prison last week, singing and dancing with over 300 inmates. And the trip was so emotional. Sierra actually appeared to be moved to tears. The Denver Broncos star and the level singer headed out of to Everglades Correctional Institution in Florida to help lead prayer with incarcerated men. And you can see in the video of their visit, the couple immersed themselves fully with the inmates right away. Now, I love prison ministry. I love the idea of them doing it. Okay, <clears throat> I thought it was very nice. Uh, but you know, they've also been plagued with a number of bad a lot of bad publicity about their charity and a number of other things. So. Uh, but I'm also glad that they did go out and do it and they look sincere about it. Okay, so let's take a listen to some of their stuff. Uh... See,
2: <laughs> I <laughs>
1: It looks like you have a little revival here Okay, let me just say this okay? oh, Jesus. Sierra, I saw it I know you see it too It looks like after, after football you know, I can see some preaching happening Okay This is why Sierra has to be careful here He's a sad, fear. Okay, he's gonna listen. He's gonna take that spirituality very deeply. I'm um, gonna say it. She was just twerking a few weeks ago. Okay, you know, it's hard to go in prison ministry, go to, to minister at the prison when you've been twerking tor- on on. T- that's what she got to be careful of, okay? You know, I'm glad they went to minister at the prison. I ain't mad at that. That's a beautiful thing. But just be careful, Sierra, because you're going, you're going to a place where you're going, it's a hardcore criminal. It's all kind of criminals in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they there, and they trying to get healing, and you coming in there to preach, but they inside, you twerking on the read. You don't know what they in there for, okay? So you can have to be cautious the kind of them following. That's why I say you're going to have to decide how you want to do this thing rough. I personally think I said last week my my thing that just to sing for fun and you know, and you know maybe give up the whole uh, sexy vibe and trying to be all extra sexy and stuff, especially if you're gonna be doing stuff like this real okay Interesting. Interesting. but I'm glad for them. it looked really nice, it looked like they had a nice time, and look at the prisoners enjoyed it too, okay, and very few people go to actual prisons and uh you know do great you know great things with them okay okay so what's my one of my my last couple of stories okay so bet is up for sale right i mean is that bet yeah paramount is because guess who else showed up you know there's byron allen that showed up to want to buy bet which and, and tyler perry People are saying Tyler Perry could be the front-runner because of his relationships with people at Paramount and uh, BET. I personally think Byron Allen would probably be the front-runner, but a new group has emerged. Um, Let me me look it up here. Uh, okay. Okay. I always think I have it up and I don't have it up okay where's the new book So this one's led by essence owner rich Lowe. rich you now i don't know how how much money you mean you know but he's also backed by a capital investment corp or something like that so it's safe to say because he you know they ain't got that much kind of money you get you buy essence you ain't got that kind of in just a few years ago essence was kind of shaky we you know the stories you have heard allegedly you know the stories coming up out of here Okay, but it says Group Black emerges as third potential buyer for BET after Tyler Perry and Byron Allen. Group Black, a black-owned Miami-based media company, has expressed interest in buying a majority share in BT Media Group. The New York Times reported on uh, Friday. The company was founded in 2021 by Travis Monteith, Rich Lohue Dennis, and Bonnie Bonanzo, and recently put in a bid of $400 million for the Vice Media, according to the Times. Group Black is teaming up with CBS Capital Partners, okay, a private equity firm based in Luxembourg, as well as prominent black business people and artists for the BET deal. As the rap reported on Monday, Tyler Perry and Byron Allen are also interested in buying BET from Paramount Global. Although talks are still in the early stages and Paramount may decide not to sell ownership of BT Media Group, which includes h one BT was launched in 1980 by founder Robert Johnson and all this stuff. Okay, a uh, Listen, I am not for Richard Lee Dennis and all that. L- listen, first of all, I want a I want a Black American. Yes, I want a Black American over BET because it was started by a Black American, and I feel now like it's agenda driven. There's this agenda to move towards globalism. So, and because they own the brands and licensing for essence, I can see them be emerging as a front runner in that deal, and because of globalism, where they want to go with globalism and black America unfortunately they don't see you as that face they see you they, people see you as replacements now rich Rou Dennis, and his people may not think they're they're into some replacement game going on a body snatcher game going on, but capital. Firm and all them people probably are you know uh moving towards the global race. we need to attract more African blacks to the diaspora less black you know, and we'll sell the black American culture as a forerunner, but' ran by I, I know how to trust me, we know how to deceive though, okay, and this is partly our fault in black America again, I have to say this every week because we have not been. The stewards of what God gave us, and we really have to. I mean, it's just unfortunate, okay. I can see them emerging as the front runners, but I also see Byron Allen is a very powerful force <laughs> right now. So uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see where this goes, okay. Um, Yeah, very interesting. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I, I, and, and then I just see Essence. Essence is like, it's just not as good as I see it. You know, if it wasn't for Essence Festival, I, the magazine would probably be in 12 in my personal opinion. But Essence Festival probably keeps a lot of things going and the licensing for Essence is probably the valuable thing in my opinion. And, you know, I just you know I don't know how I feel about Richie Dennis because seeing how the rumors were when they first first few years of Essence his emergence in the first few years, and I don't know how I feel about Carolina Wanga who's become CEO of of to me she's she's like a little she has great to me she's done a great job of commercially connecting Essence you know, but however. I feel it's like a little. She tries a little too hard. <laughs> I, you know, there. I don't know. I don't know. Who was talking. Who was I talking to the other day? Because I was listening to something about. We were listening to something about financial and, and and politics and stuff. And I was talking about how a lot of black morning shows, a lot of black. Um, a lot of black shows early on in the 90s and stuff in 2000, we really did a disservice towards our people instead of we told them who to vote for instead of giving them access to information that helps them give informed decisions about voting and, and, and informed decisions about money and finance. And we find ourselves as black Americans very behind. And by the time we find out what the agendas are, We're going to be lost in this thing. So hopefully we can wake up. Because here's the thing I don't want. I don't want the definition of what is a black America in terms of us as a culture. It has nothing to do with uh, the changing people coming into America. I'm talking about our culture and protecting our culture. I don't want that to change to something or somebody else. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not, you know, I'm not Jamaican. I'm not Haitian. I want to. I want black people to curate their own culture and things. And it's nothing wrong. It doesn't mean that we can't invite and love other people from the diaspora. It just means I prefer that we do. I wouldn't want to go to Jamaican and start trying to tell them You know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, a, it's just, just, just my opinion, okay? Uh, and especially from a people who have been so disenfranchised through slavery and ownership in America. So it would be interesting to uh, how in the long run um, these things affect us and how we perceive us as a group because I feel like that's changing, you know. I forgot to talk about Shear. That's going to be my last story. Okay, so Shear is running around here with her new man. I'm going to just go into that. Shear, that's my last story. of The night Shear is running around here, child. And uh, I forgot to talk about the, uh, another story, too, but I'll have to do that in part, too. But her people, her people are worried about Sheer because she's a really younger dude and thinking she's spending too much money on Alexander Edwards, who's 36. Y'all, listen, Cher 76 years old. She know that shit ain't real. Just have a good time, Shear, okay? Don't spend all your money. You don't know how long you might live out in the streets. Don't let Alexander have your money, and don't get married to his ass. You know, man, you know damn well. <laughs> but she looks good. Sure looks damn good, and she looks like she's having a great time. Okay, shit, let Sheer yeah, have your fun. Enjoy yourself. You're seventy six years old. Just protect your money. If you do marry him, or whatever you're doing, protect your finances. Don't spend too much. But, you know. Hey, I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but whatever. (laughs) She looks like she's happy and having a good time. She looks like she. And sometimes, you know, people need companionship as they, you know, when they're getting older and stuff. And if he's good to her and he cares for her and he isn't being mean, he isn't using her. Um. Okay. I hope for the best. I know them kids is like, don't be fucking up my inheritance. (laughs) Was it Chance? I think yeah. He's like, hell no. But you know, I'm sure that Cher has got that kind of stuff under right. wraps. Cher is not a dumb woman. She she never has. So I'm pretty sure she's uh, she's pretty smart. And we we do, I mean we don't get on men when they do this kind of stuff, okay? So let share, let Cher. You know, even though I think it's wild, let Cher do what she does, okay? That's that's all I say on that, okay? Okay, there was oh my God, I don't remember the other story I had for you guys. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to talk about oh Keisha Cole about executives producing her 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 show. She's supposed to be doing a a bio about herself. Now I hate when people try to play themselves in a movie. I don't like that shit whatsoever. Don't get play get somebody to play you just because you've experienced those experiences doesn't mean you can translate them over from a script to the screen. So I would prefer to see somebody else play Keisha Cole, okay? But she has a very interesting story. Y'all remember, y'all love the reality show that was on for years. So, I, you know, I feel like her story would be great. I just don't like the idea of her playing herself. I hate to see people play themselves because people think they always can connect because they, they. it's I'm playing me, no. That's not always true. Sometimes it's hardest to connect to who you were in a space and time. But where an actor can bring it across sometimes is even better, okay? So, It is what it is, y'all. I've come to the end of the night, Lord. It's a late, late show. I hope y'all enjoy this one. I'll try to do another show this week sometime with some more news stories and everything. If I've left off anything, but y'all have a good good week. Have a wonderful week, y'all. Can y'all believe? Like we're in the what are we all like in the middle of March almost? Jeez, the March the thirteenth already. <laughs> All right, so y'all, enjoy y'all week. Enjoy uh your enjoy your week and I will catch up with you guys uh sometime this week the show. Okay, we're gonna leave out with Oh my god, I had what we're gonna leave out with and I just I went blank about it. What is it that we're gonna leave out with? You know, when you have the sun and then you're like, Okay. What is the sun? Okay. Since it's so early morning, I leave out with John Legend. Good morning, love. Okay, it's the CC show. I'm out. I will see y'all this week sometime. Okay, have a good one. Bye.
0: Good morning.
1: You are listening to the sound of my voice you are listening to the archive show thank you guys so, so much for joining me like you do every week remember you can uh, get in touch with me through my instagram carly's underscore galaxy uh facebook page the carlotta chatwood facebook page you can message me also uh through uh, uh twitter carlotta 72 and see chatwood show okay you guys have a wonderful week again see you all bye Leaving out with John Legend. Good morning. Oh, this song, I love this. So thanks.